0: Joe Biden is set to speak any minute now, and uh, it is believed he's going to advocate for U.S. involvement in Ukraine and Israel. He's going to be requesting one hundred billion dollars. He's already pledged one hundred million to Palestine, which I I think sends a a horrible uh, sign and signal to Hamas that if they engage in terror, they're going to get paid off to the tune of hundreds of one hundred plus million dollars or one hundred million dollars. But uh, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna take a look at uh, Joe Biden's speech and hear what he has to say, as well as uh, bring up a bunch of other news. Sidney Powell has pleaded guilty and will be testifying against other defendants. That means likely she will be testifying against Trump. The dominoes begin to fall because they're all going to start selling each other out. But we'll see how many people actually believed what they were preaching, and will stand up for their conviction. So we're gonna talk about all that before we get started. Head over to t- uh, I'm sorry, head over to Castbrew.com and buy some coffee. It's the best coffee you'll ever have. And if you want to support the show, you buy our coffee because we want to uh, produce a product. We're going to sponsor ourselves. So we made the coffee that we like. And this is part of our project where we're going to be building coffee shops and then having a whole bunch all over the country so that we can have places where people can gather, watch TV, watch shows. But the shows that I'm talking about are going to be like, you know, Steven Crowder. Or stick sex and hammer or timcast irl so that we can create physical locations in the real world where people can share these ideas and these ideas can penetrate the mainstream starting first we have coffee online at casper.com so buy this coffee if you agree with our project and like what we're working on but also head over to timcast.com click join us to just support us directly say you know what i need the coffee i'll just give you the 10 bucks click join us become a member And you can hang out in our members only uncensored show, which will be up at 10 p.m. tonight, where you as a member can actually submit questions and even call in and talk to us and our guests. So definitely sign up now if you want to start submitting those questions. You'll have to sign up at least a $25 level or be a member for at least six months. It's kind of the screening process because we're trying to keep bad actors away. But uh, you'll also get access to our Discord server where you can hang out with like-minded individuals. And it is uh, really fun. There's pre-shows, there's after shows. They're building awesome stuff there. I want to try and go quick because the president is going to be speaking any minute. But joining us tonight, we've got Scott Pressler and Ashley St. Clair. Scott, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hey everybody, my name is Scott Pressler. I'm a conservative activist on a mission to make Joe Biden a one-term president and elect a completely Republican government in 2024. Right on, thanks for hanging out.
2: I like to call Scott Republican Jesus. (laughs) He does the Lord's work. I am Ashley St. (laughs) Clair. I am the author of Elephants Are Not Birds and I work for the Babylon Bee and I'm also going to be helping Tim out here.
3: You can just say you're going to work here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to work here with
2: Tim. Yeah. Do some business development. Help you guys out. Yeah, we're you hiring. Show Ashley. a little bit more.
0: That's right. Yeah, she'll Ash be here often. Moving
2: into my office, guys. I'm excited <laughs> about it. Biden
4: is speaking, so let's just get pretty quick. If you want to shout yourself.
5: Oh, I'm Hannah a writer for TimCast.com
4: and Answers.com, and I am on the show. Let's get started. Here we go. We got Biden. He's talking. At
6: least 32 American citizens, scores of innocents, from infants to the elderly grandparents, Israelis, Americans taken hostage. As I told the families of Americans being held captive by Hamas, we're pursuing every avenue to bring their loved ones home. As president, there is no higher priority for me than the safety of Americans held hostage. The terrorist group Hamas unleashed pure, unadulterated evil in the world. But sadly, the Jewish people know perhaps better than anyone that there is no limit to the depravity of people when they want to inflict pain on others. In Israel, I saw people who are strong, determined, resilient, and also angry, in shock and in deep, deep pain. I also spoke with President Abbas, the Palestinian Authority, and reiterated the United States remains committed to the Palestinian people's right to dignity and to self-determination. The actions of Hamas terrorists don't take that right away. Like so many other, I'm heartbroken by the tragic loss of Palestinian life, including the explosion at the hospital in Gaza, which was not done by the Israelis. We mourn every innocent life lost. We can't ignore the humanity of innocent Palestinians who only want to live in peace and have an opportunity. You know, the assault on Israel echoes nearly 20 months of war, tragedy, and brutality inflicted on the people of Ukraine, people that were very badly hurt since Putin launched his all-out invasion. We've not forgotten the mass graves, the bodies found bearing signs of torture, rape used as a weapon by the Russians, and thousands and thousands of Ukrainian children forcibly taken into Russia, stolen from their parents. It's sick. Hamas and Putin represent different threats, but they share this in common. They both want to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy, completely annihilate it. Hamas's stated purpose for existing is the destruction of the state of Israel and the murder of Jewish people. Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people. Hamas uses Palestinian civilians as human shields, and innocent Palestinian families are suffering greatly because of that. Meanwhile, Putin denies Ukraine has or ever had real statehood. He claims the Soviet Union created Ukraine. And just two weeks ago, He told the world that if the United States and our allies withdraw, and if the United States withdraw, our allies will as well,
3: military support for Ukraine would have, quote,
6: a week left to live, but we're not withdrawing. I know these conflicts can seem far away. and It's natural to ask, why does this matter to America? So let me share with you why making sure Israel and Ukraine succeed is vital for America's national security. Okay, buckle up. You know, history has taught us that when terrorists don't pay a price for their terror, when dictators don't pay a price for their aggression, they cause more chaos and death and more destruction. They keep going. And the cost and the threats to America and the world keep rising. So if we don't stop Putin's appetite for power and control in Ukraine, he won't limit himself just to Ukraine. He's, Putin's already threatened to remind, quote, remind Poland that their Western land was a gift from Russia. One of his top advisers, a former president of Russia, has called Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania Russia's Baltic provinces. These are all NATO allies. For 75 years, NATO has kept peace in Europe and has been the cornerstone of American security. And if Putin attacks a NATO ally, we will defend every inch of NATO which a treaty requires and calls for. We'll have something that we do not seek make it clear we do not seek. We do not seek to have American troops fighting in Russia or fighting against Russia. Beyond Europe, we know that our allies and maybe most importantly, our adversaries and competitors are watching. They're watching our response in Ukraine as well. And if we walk away and let Putin erase Ukraine's independence, would-be aggressors around the world would be emboldened to try the same. The risk of conflict and chaos could spread in other parts of the world in the Indo-Pacific, in the Middle East, especially in the Middle East. Iran is, su- is supporting Russia u- u- in Ukraine, and it's supporting Hamas and other terrorist groups in the region, and will continue to hold them accountable, I might add. The United States and our partners across the region are working to build a better future for the Middle East, one where the Middle East is more stable, better connected to its neighbors, and through innovative projects like the Indian Middle East Europe Rail Corridor that I announced this year at the summit of the world's biggest economies. More predictable markets, more employment, less rage, less grievances, less war when connected. It benefits the people who would benefit the people of the Middle East and will benefit us. American leadership is what holds the world together. American alliances will keep us, America, safe. American values are what make us a partner that other nations want to work with. To put all that at risk if we walk away from Ukraine, if we turn our backs on Israel, it's just not worth it. That's why tomorrow I'm going to send to Congress an urgent budget request to fund America's national security needs, to support our critical partners, including Israel and Ukraine. There's no speaker. It's a smart investment <laughs> that's going to pay dividends for American security for generations.
5: Smart investment, guys. How much, though? Help us keep in.
6: American troops out of harm's way. Ugh. Help us build a world that is safer, more peaceful, more prosperous for our children dollars. and grandchildren. In Israel, we must make sure that they have what they need to protect their people today and always. Always, huh? The security huh? package I'm sending to Congress Forever. and asking Congress to do is an unprecedented commitment to Israel's security that will sharpen Israel's qualitative military edge, which we've committed to, the qualitative military edge. We're going to make sure Iron Dome continues to guard the skies over Israel. We're going to make sure other hostile actors in the region know that Israel is stronger than ever and prevent this conflict from spreading. Look, at the same time, President Netanyahu and I discussed again yesterday the critical need for Israel to operate by the laws of war. That means protecting civilians in combat as best as they can. The people of Gaza urgently need food, water, and medicine. Yesterday, in discussions with the leaders of Israel and Egypt, I secured an agreement for the first shipment of humanitarian assistance from the United Nations to Palestinian civilians in Gaza. Hamas does not divert or steal this shipment these shipments, we're going to provide an opening for sustained delivery of life saving humanitarian assistance for the Palestinians. As I said in Israel, as hard as it is, we cannot give up on peace. We cannot give up on a two state solution. Israel and Palestinians equally deserve to live in safety, dignity, and peace. You know, and here at home, we have to be honest with ourselves. In recent years, too much hate has given too much oxygen, fueling racism, the rise of anti-Semitism, Islamic phobia right here in America. It's also intensified in the wake of recent events that led to the horrific threats and attacks that both shock us and break our hearts. On October 7th, terror attacks have triggered deep scars and terrible memories in the Jewish community. Today,
4: Jewish families worried
6: about being targeted in school.
4: wearing symbols uh, of
6: their face, walking down the street, or going out about their daily lives. And I know many of you in the Muslim-American community, the Arab-American community, the Palestinian-American community, and so many others are outraged and heartied saying to yourselves, here we go again, with Islamophobia and distrust we saw after 9-11. Just last week, a mother was brutally stabbed, a little boy here in the United States, a little boy who just turned six years old was murdered in their home outside of Chicago. His name was Wadiha. Wadiha, a proud American, a proud Palestinian-American family. We can't stand by and stand silent when this happens. We must, without equivocation, denounce anti-Semitism. We must also, without equivocation, denounce Islamophobia. To all you hurting, those of you hurting, I want you to know I see you. You belong. And I want to say this to you. You're all America. You're all America. This is in a moment you know, in moments like these, <clears throat> when fear and suspicion, anger and rage run hard, that we have to work harder than ever to hold on to the values that make us who we are. We're a nation of religious freedom, freedom of expression. We all have a right to debate and disagree without fear of being targeted in schools or workplaces or in our communities. What? <clears throat> I God must renounce God. violence and vitriol. See each other not as enemies, but as fellow Americans. As what? When I was in Israel, I was vitriol! Israel.
5: Israel. Did you get that?
6: I uh, said that when America experienced the hell of 9-11, we felt enraged as well. While we sought and got justice, we made mistakes. So I cautioned the government of Israel not to be blinded by rage. And here in America, let us not forget who we are. We reject all forms, all forms of hate, whether against Muslim, Jews, or anyone. That's what great nations do. And we are a great nation.
7: On Ukraine, I'm asking Congress to make sure we can
6: continue to send Ukraine the weapons they need to defend themselves and their country without interruption.
5: It's such a so Ukraine can shop stop Putin's
6: brutality in Ukraine. I just can't wait till he
4: puts himself to sleep one day. They are
6: succeeding. When Putin invaded Ukraine, he thought he would take Kiev and all of Ukraine in a matter of days. I don't believe that. Well, over a year later, Putin has failed, and he continues to fail. Is, is he continuing to fail, though? Kiev still stands because of the bravery of the Ukrainian people. What? Ukraine has regained more than 50% of the territory Russian troops once occupied. Backed by a U.S.-led coalition of more than 50 countries around the world. All doing its part to support Kyiv. I'm going to look it up right now. What would happen if we walked away? We are the essential nation. Meanwhile, Putin has turned to Iran and North Korea to buy attack drones and ammunition to terrorize Ukrainian cities and people. From the outset, I've said, I will not send American troops to fight in Mm -hmm. Ukraine. All Ukraine is asking for is help we'll for the send weapons to push invading mm. Russian forces off the land mouth Biden and the air it's defense so system to shoot down Russian missiles before they destroy Ukrainian cities. let me be clear I about don't something. care we sell no problems equipment that. sitting in our stockpiles. And when we use the money allocated by Congress, we use it to replenish our own stores. That means they lost a lot of land. With yeah, no took about 50% of the land. Equipment that, def- that defends America and is made in America. Patron missiles for air defense batteries made They're in made Arizona. In everything is such a cheap. Artillery shot, shells I'm manufactured sure. in 12 states across the country, in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Ohio, Texas, and so much more.
5: That you know, need just as in World War issues. II, yeah.
6: today patriotic American workers are building the arsenal of democracy and serving the cause of freedom. Let me close with this.
7: Yes. Please Earlier this year, <laughs> I boarded Air Force Did One. You catch
6: 1 that? Building the arsenal democracy. Mm. There, I boarded Weaponize a train it, right? with blacked-out windows for a ten-hour ride each way to Kiev, to stand with the people of Ukraine ahead of the one-year anniversary of their brave fight against Putin. I don't care. I'm told I was the first American to enter a war zone not controlled by the United States military since President Lincoln. So what? With me <laughs> was just a small group of security personnel and a few advisors. He's
5: trying to draw comparisons well, when I to Trump, Trump that crossing train, yep, Korea.
6: Zelensky, yep. President Zelensky, I didn't feel alone. I was bringing with me the idea of America, the promise of America, <laughs> to Colonizer. the people who Colonizer. were dedicated <laughs> for the <laughs> same things we fought for. Settler million. colonial... Joe yeah, Biden is yeah. a colonial, you can Independence, tell. self-determination. Pro-colonization, bro. Now, as I walked through Kyiv with President Zelensky, event. with air raid sirens sounding in the distance, I felt something I've always believed, more strongly Wait, than ever anything. before. America is a beacon to the world. Still, still.
4: Still? Whereas what happened? my friend Madeleine <laughs>
6: Albright said,
4: the indistinguishable oh,
6: nation. <laughs> Tonight, there are innocent people all uh-uh. over the world who hope because of us, who believe in a better life because of us, who are desperate not to be forgotten by us and are waiting for us. Uh, but time is of the essence. I know we have our divisions at home. <clears throat> we have to get past them. No. We can't let petty partisan angry politics get in the way of our responsibilities. Says Joe Biden. <laughs> says you. So our responsibilities our to Ukraine? Is that what he said? like Hamas and tyrants so. like Putin win. I refuse to let that happen. In moments like these, we have to remind, we have to remember who we are. We're yeah. the United States of America. Right. It didn't happen under Trump. United States of America. Yep. saying. Yep. And there is nothing, nothing beyond our capacity if we do it together. How nationalism is that? Is, is not I getting involved in foreign Thank wars you for within time. our capacity? May <laughs> God bless you all. May God protect our troops. Oh, so President he is deploying Biden.
2: them for sure then. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I just want to know how many amphetamines they injected into his arm <laughs>
6: All right. for him oh, to
2: dude. speak for that yeah. long. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think he gets NAD, right? Only uh-huh. because I've heard about it from Joe Rogan. So I'm assuming he must get it too because like, if they want to keep Joe Biden alive. But there was a photo where he looked like he had IV marks on his hand. So he must be getting vitamin drips and other kind of, oh, yeah. All kind of intravenous things. steroids. When and... do we
2: ever see him speak this for this long? And that's 15 minutes. That's long is, yeah. is what
5: we're that's saying. That's pretty
0: good. I mean, but he did slur and he was like, uh, also come on like to they, they could easily pre-record
4: oh easily yeah you right. know
5: well that set you know how they either those pictures of it's supposed to look like the Oval office but it's actually on a soundstage yeah like, that's obviously where that was shot this that time. was Which soundstage it, it looks like it because the window looks weird to me it doesn't look like the yeah other know. photos of the oval office but i don't know for wrong. sure also does it make a difference if he does it on a soundstage yeah i, I don't, don't care know. if it's
0: live or not i mean uh so here here's basically the story after everything we just heard, NBC News was reporting that Biden seeks $60 billion for Ukraine and aid for Israel in $100 billion funding request. We just heard uh, President Joe Biden speak and he said that we can't let petty partisan politics get in the way of the responsibilities of a great nation. What responsibilities would that be? Like defending the borders of this nation? Or are you talking about defending the borders of Ukraine? Because what Joe Biden just did was he got on camera and he just spat in your face. I that that I'm just That pisses me off. I'm sorry. I
5: just want to point out that he did not name a dollar amount. He said he's going to put an emergency budget bill together, but he's not telling you how much because... He, if you know it's going to be astronomical on top of everything else i think this is the most ridiculous justification when he says well you guys are wondering and it's a direct shot at anyone who's america first saying people are asking why we should care about this conflict well these regions be, could become more unstable regions that we have messed with we have not helped anyone in this conflict and now we're going to go in and sacrifice american troops for what
0: can anyone uh, tell me why i should care about ukraine I mean well, i know a lot um,
5: about what's going Putin on Putin is a direct uh, comparison to hamas the terrorist organization which i'm sure is going to go over really well in russian state media now
1: well it shows where joe biden's loyalties are he says proudly that he walked through kiev but where was he for east palestine the site of the biden buddha judge trail derailment that he promised he would go to and still eight months later nine months later he helps at Ukraine. What about America? I mean, you want to talk about a wasteland. And then he singles out a family, which, look, we want everyone to be healthy, safe. No one deserves any violence. But he singles out that family and not the shootings that happen in Chicago or the violence that's happening here in America and other places. Or at the border. And, then, and then furthermore, yeah. the thing that just gets me so hot is he says... He wants to protect Israel. But how do you protect Israel when you're funding Iran, you're funding Hamas, you're funding the attack that inspired this against Israel. And then you're playing both sides at the same time. And I just I want to make it clear to everybody that's listening. You cannot stand with Israel if you were funding Iran and Hamas, period. And we need to say that. Biden announced
0: one hundred million dollars for Gaza and the West Bank. There is no way that this money does not find its way to Hamas. It's 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 literally impossible. They are the military and governance of of the Gaza Strip. And as soon as that stuff comes in, they walk up and say, thank you. Have a nice day. Those resources will go to Hamas. Hamas will whatever the aid may be. Let's say it's food. They'll start selling the food. Let's say it's water pipes. They'll turn those water pipes into rockets.
5: And he knows this because he said, you know, we're about to send food and and medically necessary whatever. If it doesn't get stolen by Hamas, like he knows that even though we can send aid, there's actually no way to completely untangle the two. So he's playing both sides and he will fail completely because he's trying to appeal to the most progressive part of his voter demographic that supports Palestine. And he's trying to maintain this. We support Israel. We're an ally thing. And they think this is an impossible position. So instead, he just wastes 15 minutes of our lives saying nothing and warning us he's about to deploy our troops and also spend another hundreds of billions of dollars on another entanglement that we shouldn't be in.
0: They don't need to give to have a presidential address to give money. The U.S. gives money all the time. When they gave that, what was it, 12 million or whatever in gender studies funding to Pakistan, the president did not come out and say, there are children who are confused and they need this funding. He didn't care. (laughs) He doesn't need to. The the point of a presidential address is to get the American people prepared for the deployment announcement.
1: Well, this is like the college tuition. It's a fool's errand because, as you mentioned earlier, we don't have a speaker. So how could they even get funding He's basically pushing, kicking the can down the road, and he's going to blame it and say, well, I want to provide all this money. I want to give it. This is what we should be doing. But it's the House that is the problem. And he's just going to blame it. Mm -hmm.
5: He's going to blame Republicans for this entanglement that should we be going into this because his Um, his reasons were not compelling to me
1: people are people are like should we what
0: what did we we gain from ousting mccarthy and i'm like paralysis i dig it i'm having a good time and
1: furthermore i want to make this so clear and i said this while president joe biden was tacking this did not happen four years ago under president trump putin did not invade ukraine we didn't have attacks of this size of hamas attacking israel The fact of the matter is our enemies are inspired by the weak and feckless leadership of Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. This was not happening. They are inspired Mm -hmm. by how weak our government is.
5: Yeah, I think you're totally right. I mean, he says that America is a great nation. And in that sense, we should have a great and strong president who could steer the ship here. And it's obviously not Joe Biden.
2: No, we had no new wars under Trump. These people don't care about saving bloodshed. We had no new wars under Trump.
0: And then they wanted to stop Trump because they want the wars. And now
2: they're not calling for him back. Now they're calling for him. The only guy we had no new wars under to be in jail. Well, don't worry. Uh, Joe Biden's going to create manufacturing jobs by
5: making (laughs) us make
2: military supplies.
5: Yeah, I
0: I think the likelihood of uh, U.S. deployment and and, uh, large scale warfare within the next 12 months is like near 100 percent. That's why he's that's why he's giving this address, because it's not about we need funding. He could get the funding. He doesn't. There's no there's no speaker. He's not sending anything to anybody. What he's doing is generating news. The word will go out to the American people, Ukraine Israel war. That way in 6 months when they're like a small group has been dispatched to the area, there's already 19,000 troops. When they announce a small contingent was deployed to the region, people will be like, well of course we've we've been involved already. Mm-hmm. Well, then by the end of the year it's full-scale war. Why? For one, they want to be in war. They 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 like the military industrial complex needs the contracts. They like the contracts, but there are there are special interests that want control of these regions. And they know that if Donald Trump gets elected, they they will not be able to get their wars. So start the war now. Start the war now so that when Trump gets elected, he has no choice but to navigate it.
1: And let's really narrow this and hone in on what's happening and what's being said. To every Gen Z that's listening right now, to Tim Cass, to every millennial, to every young person, you are gonna be the biggest voting block in 2024. And I wanna say it loudly and clearly, to vote Democrat at this point in time means to go to war. That Gen Z will be drafted to fight Joe Biden's wars. He wants that, he wants boots on the ground. And again, we did not have that under the last previous administration. We had peace, we didn't have new wars. People are, but it needs to be said, Joe Biden wants this war. Gen Z needs to understand this one. We
0: haven't had the draft since Vietnam because we haven't actually had war on a massive scale like we did with the during the Cold War with all the proxy wars and with World War II. After World War II, you basically have the Soviet Union and the United States dominating the world. Not engaging in direct conflict, but engaging in proxy wars. Vietnam is a really good example. Then you have, you know, China and stuff. communist influence is probably a better way to put it. After the, we, we, we get rid of the draft and, and move towards the, the uh, all-volunteer military, it's basically an economic system of, hey, we got a great job for you. It pays well as big bonuses. But now that the politics has bifurcated this country, you've got a lot of younger people who are like, I don't want to join the military. That's, that's awful. And, and recruitment levels are way, way down. Nobody wants to sign up. But with the involvement of the U.S. and Ukraine and now Israel, I'm not saying boots on the ground in Israel, but our troops are just we got 19,000 personnel in the Mediterranean, 2000 ready for de- deployment. If this does escalate into a larger war that involves Russia or China, they will bring the draft back, no question. And it is Gen Z who is first in line. Have fun, guys. And I want the draft dodger. I hope David Hogg, David Hogg will not be drafted. (laughs) Just uh, understand this. David Hogg is not going to be drafted. He is a wealthy, privileged political elite. And just like during the old drafts, he will be protected. It's going to be all these young, dumb people who believed him, who voted for Democrats, who are the ones who are going to be marching on the front line.
1: Well, and remember, ladies, we have equality now. Right. And it's going to be women are just as acceptable to be drafted as men. This is finally. Gonna be, yes. This is going to be men and women. Gen Zers. I want to I'm going
2: to break my own legs. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. they'll put you in
1: some weird robot suit and be like, don't worry, we got technology <laughs>
0: these days. You're good. I mean, no, they'll, they'll they'll tell you, don't worry, you can still work the computers or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Well, i tell you i'm going to penn state university this next week the last day to register to vote in pennsylvania is the 23rd and i have a large sign that has joe biden as uncle sam saying joe biden wants you to go to war and we need to make this message clear to the young people
5: yeah voting for joe biden is essentially voting for a draft to war i mean it's the highest probability right this was not the case under republican leadership and they know that. They are old enough well, to know the difference at this well, point. Well, it
2: was the case under Republican leadership. Just oh, under not Trump. Trump, I should clarify. Yeah. Just not Trump. Uh, yep. All, all Democrats, Republicans, they love war. Mm-hmm. War, war, what is it good for? Increasing yeah. domestic.
0: Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call. Working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
2: Manufacturing. No, I think <laughs> I think song? this is this
5: moment where you'll see a real. Um, I I'll be really curious to see how your voter registration uh, situation goes because this is one thing that i think gen z can finally understand right even if they were raised in the orange man bad and all republicans are whatever you know if they are raised in even really progressive environments it's very clear with that poignant god bless the troops at the end of this message that biden is preparing everyone to go to war for his bidding and i don't think even gen z doesn't want to go all
0: right you to got to go. you guys ready from the post millennial US military bases in Iraq, Syria targeted in drone attack injuries reported wait, wait, who wants to read that headline for me one more time
5: US military bases in Iraq, Syria targeted in drone attack injuries reported
0: alright now now my question for you is what stands out in, the, in that headline wait, anybody? anybody notice anything interesting about that, that headline? Iraq and, Syria, Iraq and Syria, ISIS Syria? Syria. US yeah. military bases in Syria?
5: but why hmm. are we there? that's right
0: <laughs> Everybody knows about Iraq and Afghanistan and complained about it. And somehow we ended up in Syria and now there's drone attacks on them. Apparently the DOD announced that multiple U.S. military bases in the Middle East have been a target of drone attacks as a result of the escalation with the Israel Hamas war. The DOD did not reveal the damage done to the bases, but confirmed the U.S. service members sustained minor injuries from the strike attacks. So far, drone attacks have occurred on the U.S. military bases in Iraq and Syria. I love that one. So, um, yeah, Uh, we're under attack. I don't like to say that because I don't like all the foreign intervention stuff, but if U.S. assets, military bases are being attacked, the only thing separating us from World War Three is the moment when our politicians decide to say the words, Mm -hmm. because if we we are deploying our troops into the into the region around uh, in the Mediterranean, around Israel, if we've got everything, we got troops deployed to Europe, we're involved in Ukraine and our bases are being attacked. As soon as our politicians are like, hey, can we say it now? Okay, we'll say it now. Like, mm-hmm. there you go.
1: But it's it's just so hypocritical or ironic because I'm not saying that we shouldn't defend our bases or property. That's not what I'm getting at with this. But here we are potentially going to defend our bases in another foreign country, but we won't even defend our border. No. Mm-hmm. We won't defend when they're cutting through the bars at the southern border, but yeah. that yep. is not defendable. Border Patrol defensible. is cutting
2: through the barbed wire. Yeah. I watched it That's happen. Right. I watched probably 400 people cross what, what in 30 minutes.
0: Texas puts up the barbed wire and then federal agents cut, the,
1: cut Texas it National and sue, Guard. Yeah, they sue put to it get up. the buoys out of there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they
5: said it wasn't humanitarian at first, and then they changed their mind and said you need... Congressional approval. Well, so
2: the reason they're cutting the barbed wires just to make it more humanitarian because as soon as they step foot on U.S. Soil, which is right across the barbed wire, they have to let them in and quote mm-hmm. unquote, give them a shot.
0: They so don't they- have to. They, they're like, well, the law requires it. OK, dude.
2: Well, they make up these things
5: where, like what was it with one of the bridges? I think near, not Eagle Pass, but they were saying, oh, well, it's dangerous. This, this is a steep embankment so people could fall. But they shouldn't be attempting to cross the border in the first place. So mm-hmm. why are we making accommodations to make it safer, aka easier, oh. to cross the border? Well, right? and
2: they know this. All the migrants crossing, they're fully aware of this, too. Because when you, when you speak to them, they'll tell you, you know, we came here because we were told we mm-hmm. would get a better way of life. And we could come to this area. We could come to Eco Pass. Yeah. So migrants all across the world, most of them aren't coming from Mexico. They're coming from all over. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
5: I mean, it's I mean, the the largest number right now from what I've seen from Border Patrol is Venezuelans, which, you know, you could understand why maybe they're fleeing their country. On the other hand, should we just
2: be like, it's no problem. Come on in. The other question is, how are they getting here from Venezuela? These people are paid twenty five dollars a month. Who is funding them to come from Venezuela and get all Mm -hmm. the way to our southern border? That's Mm -hmm. the real question. What NGOs are involved? What governments are assisting in this? Mm -hmm. People are getting on cargo trains coming right up to our southern border. Yeah. And we have no leadership there. I don't no.
0: know. I don't know if this is part of the same report, but I'm seeing on Twitter that rockets have hit military bases in uh, uh, at near Baghdad International Airport.
3: Mm.
2: Of course they didn't. When you look at the rhetoric and the discourse outside of, the, of America, everyone is saying this is the responsibility of Israel and America. This is the responsibility of Ukraine and America. It's all, America's intertwined with all of these feuds. Of course, someone's going to do something eventually. Yeah. Well, and to Scott's point, if you lived in a dangerous neighborhood, you would lock your
5: door, right? If we know we're on the brink of global crisis, you know, obviously I think we should have secured the border a really long time ago. This is basic in 101, how to maintain your country, right? But they didn't. And now that we are on the brink of war on several fronts, why are we not, number one, securing our own border? Why was that not part of... Why did Joe Biden not mention that during his speech? Why is it about what's happening somewhere else when he's not ensuring that the people here are safe first? Mm-hmm. It's not that you can't have compassion for loss of life anywhere else. It's not that you can... You know, we can debate whether what what involvement we should have, but ultimately... The first thing he should do is say we are making sure the border is secure.
2: You have more and more people every day who hate America because of how involved we are everywhere else, and we have our fingers in every pie, and we have record border crossings. We have uh, estimated mm-hmm. two hundred seventy thousand migrants encounters. Yeah. yeah. Well, just last month—that's in September.
4: In a month. One yeah.
2: month—that's yeah. record breaking, and that's just the ones we know about. Yeah? Yep. True. That are processed.
1: And I know this isn't just going to the rabbit hole of a border discussion, but really, we need to do a better job of messaging the America First message when it especially comes to the border. What don't Democrats want? Democrats want to reduce gun violence, right? Guns are trafficked in and out of the United States because of the open border. Mm -hmm. They care about women, right? And they want to stop sexual assaults, right? And they want to stop human trafficking, right? Then what about closing the border to make sure that women and children are protected? But
5: this is this is consistent with democratic logic, right? Like if they really believe that we should protect children and we should uh, prevent child labor, they would demand all the manufacturing jobs come back from China, right? They would put it in a country that is actually regulating these things. But instead, they are able to turn a blind eye because it's not really about And I don't want to generalize here. There are obviously people who vote Democrat who really do call for and believe in these things, but they are being misled by anyone who has any kind of control over that party because ultimately the values that they preach are not anything that they actually make decisions based on.
1: Well, and and why are some deaths more important than others? Nobody mm-hmm. talks about the 300 people that are dying daily from fentanyl. You know, they'll they'll talk about one death, they'll talk about the atrocity that is happening that is awful, but what about fentanyl, the drugs that crisis as well? There're mm-hmm. just so many things that honestly, if we just funded and secured the border, we could see so many problems uh, here domestically, but also internationally.
5: Do you feel like people respond to this type of messaging when you are talking to people on the ground? Because you do so much on the ground work.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm telling you right now, the America First message is resonating. When I say, why are we sending billions to Ukraine to secure their border while our border is wide open? That makes the light bulb go on. And they go, you're right. And I go, wait, we... we." uh want to save democracy overseas, right? And we want to make sure that they uh, are prosperous. Then why are our roads crumbling? Our bridges crumbling? Our education system crumbling? Our cities, look at Detroit. Look at, uh, I mean, you want to talk a wasteland, go walk through San Francisco, California. Go to Los Angeles, California. Been there, done that.
5: Yeah. But people seem to think if we vote another Democrat in in these cities, that it will happen. again. I mean, this is what happened in Chicago, right? Chicago's crime went up. They voted in more intense leftist in. I don't understand. I mean, it's it's very hard for me to reconcile with other than the fact that maybe they're just really rooting for their team, right? They think, well, if we just give someone with more radical solutions a shot, things will get better. It doesn't seem like it occurs to them that the path they're walking down is is, is wrong.
1: Well, I think there is a realignment going on. I know i don't know if we wanted to go straight into politics but i will tell you we just had a gubernatorial election on saturday october 14th in louisiana and an important statistic for you guys is 12 percent of the black community voted for republican jeff landry for governor mm-hmm. and furthermore there's a place called shreveport you got new orleans you got baton rouge you got shreveport those are like the top democratic uh, majority minority areas well actually caddo parish voted for Jeff Landry and recently they well, just elected a Republican mayor. What's the shift? What what was the percentage of black voters for Republicans previous to this? Well, let's put it this way, they didn't have for the last 20 years a Republican mayor. It had always been Democratic. It just changed over in Shreveport.
5: And and John Bell Edwards was the only Democratic governor in the Deep South, basically. Correct. So now Louisiana, which votes red, it's as far as I know, it's gone for Trump every year. It is now dominated by a complete Republican majority. I mean, they have control of the House and of the governorship. From what I know about it, you're probably much more informed.
1: Correct. The last is now Kentucky. They have a Democrat. But the fact of the matter is we have to bring this America First mantra, this message to communities everywhere. And we're seeing a shift happening. But it's going to be us going into those communities, talking about these issues like the border. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, Pennsylvania. That's not a border state. They recently had an illegal immigrant that escaped from jail who was in jail because he had killed his lover. That was on the loose for two weeks in southeast Pennsylvania. This isn't something that just affects California and Nevada and Arizona and Texas. This is a problem that affects all 50 states.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. There you go. No, I'm go. here all the time. You go. <laughs> you have to give them a reason to care, though, and I think that's been such a great failing of the RNC and NRCC for not paying for ads to make the issue of the border and to make the issue of immigration too big to ignore so mm-hmm. that you can have that national America First messaging everywhere because in certain areas, like you know, unless they hear the message, unless you give them a reason to care... That messaging won't work in a lot of local areas unless you bring it to them.
1: Well, and furthermore, one more point, and I'm belaboring this, but this is like my number one issue of why I do what I do. Look at New York with the migrant crisis that's happening right now, American citizens Veterans that have served our country, that are giving us this opportunity to have this free speech right now, are being pushed out for illegal immigrants. And I want to be on the record and say this loudly and clearly, that Democrats choose illegal immigrants over black, white, and brown American citizens. Mm-hmm. And that is the message that we also need to nationalize, that in uh, on Long Island, in Manhattan, uh, everywhere across the country. Look at California. Massachusetts. Where they're going to give college tuition to illegal aliens and not American citizens. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Can we say shout out to Texas, though? Because this would not be happening. That that conversation would not be happening in New York, where I live, unless they started busing those migrants, saying, you know what? You want to take them? Then take them.
5: And several I, other
0: states, too, have, have started mm-hmm. joining in. I can't remember which. Arizona
2: does it.
5: Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, we had Florida with uh, Martha's Vineyard. The... The thing is, though, the majority of the I mean, the number of migrants that those states have bussed does not compare to your point earlier. Migrants know that they can get to New York and have a right to shelter and be accommodated. The number of people that have been bussed by Texas makes up a percentage, but it does not account for the overwhelming majority of illegal governments that have arrived in New York. And it's not just New York City. It's New York State.
0: I want, I want to jump to the story from The New York Post. RFK Jr. comes out in favor of reparations, carving out Lane to Biden's left. A bunch of stories came out at the same time saying that new poll shows that Donald Trump will lose votes to RFK Jr. if he runs as an independent, if it comes to the general. I think that's absurd nonsense. Now we're seeing the story that RFK Jr. is favoring reparations. I don't see Trump supporters voting for a guy who this is the track that he's on. I see the progressive left and Democrats who don't like Joe Biden because he's too old voting for RFK Jr. But Scott, you're you're deeply entrenched in this
1: stuff. What do you think? now this this is baloney anyone that tells you that trump supporters are going to vote for rfk or he's going to pull over that middleman no here's the difference and look i want to make it clear i've not endorsed in this presidential race i am staying neutral i'm focused on making joe biden a one-term president but the fact of the matter is people didn't vote for joe biden out of love they voted him because they didn't like the other option. Yeah. Trump supporters are loyal to their man and they will b- crawl across broken glass to vote for him. They'll roll around in it twice. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: They'll be like, if you want to vote, you gotta roll back three three times. They'll be like, I'll do four. Mm-hmm. Just to, to prove how much I really want to vote for this guy, and it's not just about for Trump. That's what the, a lot of media doesn't understand. They're like these people are cultists. No, no, no. That's how much they just really hate you. They are they are sick of the establishment, corruption, yes. the media lies, yes. and it's not about Trump. It's about someone who will finally just start telling them off.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and that's and, why and, they and Trump's love the Gates. best.
1: They right? love Trump. They love Gates because these people are fighting for the American people. They're just not going along to get along.
5: There's a a poll out from YouGov and it was sponsored by The Economist and it has Joe Biden with a 42 percent unfavorability rating. I mean, wow, he is not in a good position, and that's basically where his unfavorability has hung out. Oh, it's worse than presidency. that. in
0: aggregate, it's 55. Yeah, aggregate, uh, but wow. just Biden. Biden's go. disapproval right now is 55 percent. I want everyone to understand because we pulled this up before the show for a reason. Currently, the latest poll shows that uh, Gaza. Supports Hamas 51%. Joe Biden support 41%. Joe Biden has less support in this country than Hamas has among Palestinians, and I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that as uh, it's not there's no real political point other than to say people in Gaza support Hamas more than we in the United States support Joe Biden. Mm. Think about what that means. This man goes on TV and tells us he's going to be funding all of these things and doing all these things, and we're the majority of the country doesn't like it. When these Hamas terrorists come into Israel. The majority of people there are in favor of what Hamas is doing. Now, I'm not trying to divert it. We'll go back to politics. The point is, this just shows how deeply unpopular Joe Biden is. <laughs> I don't see. I, I And I don't see. No, he's
5: it. deeply unpopular and people don't trust him. They think he's too old. Right. I mean, even before the disaster of the last couple of weeks, even without Ukraine, people were not enthusiastic about him. He was just the other option and they were too scared of Trump, I guess, but in this case, I think even people who are scared of Trump think he know he would handle the geopolitical situation better than Biden. And I,
0: I, I want to go back to this uh, average here. The aggregate shows uh, messenger October 4th through the 7th with a 56 percent disapproval. But if you go to the latest CBS CBS News has Biden's disapproval at 60 percent. Wow. And his wow. approval is only at 40. Now, CNBC had him a week ago Oof, or, or about five days ago. At 37 percent approval. That's what I think I saw. War. What I saw. Wow, earlier. man!
4: Yeah. I thought it was like 30 something. That's apocalyptic. Yeah, I th- when it hit 30, I was like, "There's no way, dude." Man, but but
1: think wild. of this for a second. I mean, uh, I'm I'm not happy. He's doing a terrible job, and I think his disapproval shows the disastrous state of our country. But all these polls don't matter unless people vote and make a difference. The fact of the matter is Democrats are going to be getting ballots into boxes despite his strong disapproval. And that means that we have to have a all of the above approach to voting if we're going to compete and have any semblance of a chance of winning in 2024.
5: So what's your ideal scenario in that case?
1: I mean, what I'm building right now, I launched an organization, earlyvoteaction.com, in response in part to 2022. Guys, we should have had a red tsunami. It should have been a resounding defeat of the Democratic Party. And we only took a majority in the House of Representatives. And we elected John Fetterman to the United States. In Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, of all places.
0: But the issue is because the Democrats and establishment Republicans changed the rules and the GOP overwhelmingly did not adapt to those changes. No, they didn't adapt. And, and so while the sentiment was certainly there for the Republicans to win, they did not have the infrastructure to to get those votes.
5: And are they just not good at assembling the infrastructure? Like, what's your take on why they fail to adapt? I, w-
0: I want to read this real quick. Sorry to interrupt because, you know, with Biden giving his speech earlier, there's a tweet from RNC. <laughs> Biden basically said we're going to war with Russia. And it w- it w- they're saying he was misspeaking. They're saying it was it was it was an accident with a teleprompter. No, but he says we'll have we we will have something we do not seek. Make it clear. We do not seek. We do not seek to have American troops fighting in Russia or fighting against Russia. He said we'll have that. Yeah. And so we can all just be like he's he's he misspoke. Let me let me play the clip here. I'll just play the audio for you. Let me. uh, He was very clear.
6: And if Putin attacks a NATO ally. We will defend every inch of NATO, which a treaty requires and calls for. We'll have something that we do not seek. Make it clear. We do not seek. We do not seek to have American troops fighting in Russia or fighting against Russia.
0: I want to stress um, the fault. The full context of that statement is we will be fighting in Russia if they attack NATO. Mm. so you know it looks like the rnc is trying to make it seem like he misread the prompter by saying we will have that no he intended to say that he says to make
5: it clear this is not (laughs) he he went back and clarified what he meant just in case anyone would question it later yeah
0: we don't want to go to war but we will have that
5: (laughs) and the rnc is saying that he misspoke
0: yeah the rnc says biden v teleprompter like they're making it seem like he misread it's like no he intended to tell the american people that we will be at war with and in russia if, if russia attacks nato
4: it's like sometimes... Lindsey Graham's
2: actually on the RNC research account. <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. no, we do seek the war.
4: <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like, meant. it's bad that he misspoke. And then other times it's like, oh, he never misspoke ever. He's never said anything wrong. <laughs> but then uh, uh, when, it's, when it's convenient for him, oh yeah, guys, he just misspoke. Yeah. Every totally. time. I think so. I, my favorite is when the media translates for him. Oh yeah. It's cool.
0: I, <laughs> the president said tremendously uh, <laughs> intelligent things about the economy.
5: <laughs> uh, he
0: expressed his uh, concern over rising costs and low wages.
5: But you would think this kind of ambiguity in Biden's speech is another reason that would turn people to the polls, right? I mean, there was that whole thing earlier this week where he was like, I never thought I'd have to confirm, you know, deceased children or whatever. And then it came out where the White House was like, oh, no, he didn't see the pictures. Like, it's not clear." like... I would not want to be, I do not want to be on the brink of any kind of international skirmish, especially on multiple fronts with a guy who we have to immediately clarify what he means. This is not strong leadership. And I can only imagine that that will drive voters to the polls. Although, to your point, can Republicans
2: capitalize on it? Are you finding a lot of people who are saying they aren't going to vote anymore? They don't trust voting anymore?
1: I hear that. I mean, I don't know if they mean it because I I mean look I understand how people feel it's a really emotional time I mean I think everybody is literally angry at everything right because it's not like Republicans really have an answer right now. I mean, with all due respect, we don't have the speakership because we can't all coalesce and come together as a family and do the right thing. So I get it, everybody's just mad. And yes, I do hear, Scott, it's rigged. Scott, it's the machine. Scott, why should I vote? I don't matter. But I mean, look, that's why I've been working so hard this year and that's why Louisiana was important. I wanted to show people we could do it. We can win. And guess what? We won early voting. I push people to early vote. We lost last time in 2019, when we lost the governorship, it was 44% to 41 Dem. This time it was 44% to 41 Republican. We won early voting. We won on the day. It didn't go to runoff. Wow. And so that's why I really wanted people to know, th- to have that win on October 14th, because it would propel us into November 7th. And
5: I found the runoff thing really interesting because that basically never happens in Louisiana. Correct. Right? They almost always end up in, in it's called the, the
1: jungle, jungle primary. primary. There were fifteen candidates, fifteen, Wow. and you had people like uh, an elected official running as well. Which, and despite all that, Jeff Landry won with fifty-one percent of the vote outright.
5: Yeah, so for for jungle primaries, you have to get at least fifty percent, fifty percent plus them, one, which means Correct. that regularly there's no outstanding candidate in Louisiana, and you you have changed changed the tide there.
1: Uh, well, well, we did. I mean, there was a lot of sweat equity from people all across. However, so I conv- have. I have been pushing. (laughs) He
5: is a Republican Jesus.
1: (laughs) I have been pushing this message of a diverse approach to voting and all of the above. And I firmly believe I'm going to see this. If we wait to vote on one day in November 2024, then Joe Biden is getting reelected. And everything that you're seeing right now is only going to be exacerbated. So
5: what does this strategy look like going into Kentucky? Because theirs is coming up in a couple weeks,
1: maybe. November 7th. Well, I have to say, Kentucky's not looking so good right now, guys, and this is consequential. Look, we wish Mitch McConnell the best of health, the best of life for him and his family, but his health is in question. According to law, if the current Democrat governor uh, sees McConnell retire, while he is governor, he's the one that appoints a replacement. Mm -hmm. But that Democratic governor already said that he will not follow the law. So to anybody that wants to defeat Joe Biden and have a Republican Senate Senate that will help our next candidate, our next Republican president, then it matters what happens this November with that governor election. It matters electing a Republican into office and making sure that the Democrat is not the one to appoint a replacement for McAdle. This but, is consequential. Before we jump to the next door, I just want to mention, because we, 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 we started pretty quickly with our intros.
0: For people who are wondering what's up with the thumbnail, it's because <laughs> initially <laughs> Ashley wasn't going to make it on time. And uh, the train got delayed or whatever. And so I asked our graphic artists, can you just whip something up real quick? Just whatever. And this is what we got. And then Ashley did make it on time, but was doing her hair or something when we were setting up the show. And I was like, nope, this, this the drawing's going in. And it was
2: meant to be, it looks just like me, thank you. It, actually kinda, it,
1: it kinda does, you Are know, you as far as stick figures go. I, merch. I have
2: to close one of my eyes halfway for it to work. Like,
1: twist it, and I didn't realize <laughs> it was a drawing. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to us difference. <laughs> let's, uh Let's jump to the
0: story from the AP. We had big news today, Sydney Powell pleads guilty over efforts to overturn Trump's loss in Georgia and agrees to cooperate. Now, I'm seeing uh, a lot of uh, Trump supporters are like, wow, she she got a great deal. All the felonies drop. Just a handful of misdemeanors now talk about an amazing plea. And I'm like, no, they got what they wanted. They wanted the headline, Sidney Powell pleads guilty. And they got it because all anyone thinks, they don't think about the minutia of the court case. They're not thinking about the individual charges. They don't even know what she was charged with. All they know is she's an insurrectionist and she just admitted it. Now she's going to testify likely against Donald Trump. So I'm curious what you guys think as to where this ends up going. But I certainly do think they will begin to file their 14th Amendment removal, takedowns of Trump or whatever now that this is
4: in. Yeah, that's pretty likely.
5: I mean, I think it's sad to see this play out. I think that's my overwhelming uh, reaction to this. I hate to make any accusations before we actually hear her testimony, right? Like, we don't know what's going to happen, um, and I can't imagine being in the position. The thing is, she, the, she
0: apologized already to the state.
2: Yeah,
5: which is she's terrible. She's getting
0: six years of probation, I think. That's it? Yeah. Six so years.
2: very unlikely she's not testifying.
5: So she against is Trump testifying and, and, for sure. And she
0: will testify against the other defendants.
5: The thing that I am so curious about, and it's it's not that, I don't want to make excuses for anything like that, but... When the federal government decides to pursue you, it is so costly.
0: This is Georgia. Uh,
5: this is Georgia, but it's backed by the entire state, right? Like any state litigation, any long term litigation, and having to turn over documents and having to turn over emails. I mean, I don't think it's right. I would have preferred to see her not uh, take a plea, but it I think this proves she's a
0: grifter. I think this proves she is a grifter because, you know, I was talking about it earlier. I could not imagine genuinely believing a thing, right? Imagine if they came to you and said, do you believe in the, the the vision of the founding fathers? Yes. Okay. We are going to destroy your life unless you stand before the court and the people and tell them you don't believe these things. Most people are going to be like, no. Like, what are you? Like some, a lot of people would say, yes. They'll be like, I'll do anything you say, please. Mm-hmm. But those are people who never actually cared in the first place. Anyone who stands up on stage in the microphone and says, I believe and what the founding fathers believed and blah, 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 and the constitution. And then immediately it's like, I'll I'll say anything you want to say, Grifter.
1: Well, I will say this, though. One thing, this is the AP, and we are relying on this entire conversation from a headline from the media, the very people that we don't trust. Do we trust that they're giving us the whole story, number one? And now look, I'm not defending anything that's going on. I want to give a different perspective. I go on Twitter spaces all the time. I listen to the J6. I listen to the people that are being attacked by a weaponized government. And I will say there was one J6 person in particular, I'm not going to name that person's name, but the government leaked information purposefully to make it seem like that J6 defendant was talking to the government so that all of us, the people that were in his family, would turn on him. Yes, but there is a is video from possible? the
0: possible? Huh? There's a video from the courtroom where she's saying, yes, yes, yes. Attacking Donald Trump? No, no, no. They say, "Will you, you You are pleading guilty. Yes. And, and it, your your sentence will be, you know, you, you've agreed to something like you've you've agreed to allow us access to certain information and documents. Yes. Oh, sure. And well, you will
1: testify. Well, this person yes. also gave some information. But the fact of the matter is, could it be that this is a duality? They want to use her not only to attack Donald Trump, but they want to turn every friend of her against her. Of is course. that a possibility? she a a had to agree to it. Yeah. True. But I mean, when you're forced with 14 felonies, whatever, uh, I hate to say it, how many people would, for the right reason, go through 14 felonies? Because? It really, it, re- it really, it really depends. And, I'll, and, and it depends on your level of conviction. So I'll just ask, giving a different perspective. not well, defending.
0: So are you Christian? Yes. Uh, Ashley, you're no, Christ- I'm Jewish. You're Jewish. Yeah. OK. Uh, uh, and you're obviously Christian, Christian right? Yeah. Uh, Serge, are you Christian? Uh, yeah, Protestant. If you were brought survey. before a court and they said, we are going to use the full weight of the state government, we will lock you up for decades unless you renounce Jesus Christ in a courtroom. Would you do it?
1: I want to hope that I would do the right thing. You have
0: to denounce his name, apologize for ever, ever having believed in him, and tell everyone how you no longer believe it and you never believed it in fact. Would you do it?
1: I don't think I could do it.
0: So that my, my point is, obviously, your faith in Christ is leaps and bounds above politics correct but i'm just using that as the benchmark of where does someone stand when they're willing to say i don't actually believe a thing if it benefits them in some other way and again i'm not trying to compare them directly i'm trying to actually contrast them and say you can understand most people who believe in uh, who are religious and actually in your instance like reject god and denounce your your faith uh most people would not do that and then you go way down to the political realm, which is very far from from faith. But it's a question of how much conviction a person has in what they're saying. I think anybody who is willing to get up on stage for months and proclaim something asserting its truth. And then when it comes to the court, the opportunity to get this evidence on the record in front of a jury, in front of people on TV says, eh, I plead guilty. Just, you know. That shows that they were grifting the whole time. Well,
2: that compelled speech, but again, the punishments against her are so severe. The compelled speech is the most important aspect to them, in my opinion. And we see this throughout everything. It characterizes everything from the left, including big tech. Even when Twitter was banning people or suspending people from tweets for tweets, they yeah. the most important part of that was they made you admit you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. They made you admit that this tweet was transphobic, this tweet was this. That compelled speech aspect is very, very important to them. So yeah. they're going to do whatever they need to do to get it from. And
5: I think people. you're right. I mean, the biggest thing is they have, you know, Trump affiliate pleads guilty. That's, that's you know, second to Trump's mugshot it's itself, this and, is, these are these big uh, visual targets they're trying to and hit. And this is
0: what I think conservatives don't get. Conservatives are playing a logic game and Democrats and liberals are playing an emotions game. For yeah, sure. And happen. so I do think I, instantly every like conservative or anti-work person was like, we know this. No, 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 People are saying like, it doesn't matter because the paperwork didn't say this and Sydney didn't say that. And I'm like, no, no, you, you don't understand how this works. Give it two or three weeks. The Wikipedia page for this will say Donald Trump, Sidney Powell, like they, the the media will manufacture the narrative now that they've been given the seed. The first headline will say Sidney Powell pleads guilty over efforts to overturn Trump's loss in Georgia and agrees to cooperate. That's the headline. Number one, headline number two will come from a liberal publication that will say something like Sidney Powell admits Donald Trump was attempting to overturn election pleads guilty. Then a few weeks later, you'll get Trump uh, like uh, new statements from Sidney Powell suggest Trump instructed her to attempt to overthrow the the, the the government and then just just all will be based off each other and exaggerations of the last. Give it one year. And the story on Wikipedia will be in in 2020. Donald Trump instructed Sidney Powell to sneak into an office and destroy a But like, it'll just make it up. It'll mm-hmm. be it'll be the most absurd thing ever. And so what they needed was the seed and the seed was her saying guilty. I'm guilty. Now yeah. they have it.
5: I mean, and that's that's probably why they would push so hard that. I'm not saying she's doing anything right I'm, I think you're right there is a level of like you want everyone to stand by their convictions and you're seeing this from other you know people who are associated with Trump to tremendous cost to themselves both financially and personally I mean one of the challenges with any kind of uh intense investigation is the fact that they just consume your life right if they ask you to turn over every email that you ever sent f- from whatever email address for the past four years I mean that's thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of different types of documents you have to go through it's not that she should have taken the plea but it's not to say that this is the government fighting fair she's
2: still in prison she's still going to be in prison metaphorically speaking she i mean this is worse than going to jail in my opinion and there's no having to live this way for her having to sell out and testify and cooperate with these horrible people this is worse than jail but i think it's prison
0: i think it's gonna have a massive impact on the other defendants
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not even if she it will testify. Imagine you are awaiting your trial, and they come to you and they say, like, she's agreed to testify against you. You're, we're not going to give you a deal. What's mm-hmm. what happens next is they go to the next guy, like Chase Bro or whatever, and they're going to say she got six years probation. We're going to give you one year in jail. That's the best offer you'll get. they like, but what? Why? That's that's cra- cra- crazier than what she got. Be like, yeah, because she's testifying against you.
2: That's a worse prison to live in. To know that you sold out those people, right? And everyone's still going to hate you because they're still going to make these headlines Meanwhile, about you. Mm-hmm.
0: Meanwhile. They're- a a celebrity makeup uh, uh, producer, Huda wh- Beauty? whatever her name is
5: uh, Huda, okay, I can't remember. Huda,
0: Huda, something.
5: No, no, Huda. I can't remember her last name, but she's the Iranian.
0: She her line she, is Huda Beauty. She has posted videos saying she would rather have her business destroyed than sell to Israelis. Like I'm, I'm paraphrasing. She said mm. she doesn't want their blood money. The conviction on the left is palpable. Yeah, mm-hmm. she goes on her platform to all of her followers, however many millions and crying saying she sides with Palestine. And then people are like, hey, Israelis like your Israelis like your products too. And just, I don't want your blood money.
2: But you're Think right. Think
0: about the conviction. You're, you're right,
2: they do have more conviction and yeah. they have more conviction, despite them being anti-capitalist, they're better capitalists than us because they vote mm-hmm. with their dollars For better sure. than we do. They have hey, that conviction. But
0: it could also just be components of the deep state that uh, I, I actually know. Uh, my, my point is when it comes to the woke left in general, the machine supports you. It's easier to side with the machine. In this instance, the the machine was against Sydney Powell. She sides with the machine. However, in the instance of Hamas, the machine is not in favor of what the left is supporting. And they're still supporting it anyway, which proves the point there. Many of these people have convictions that they will not let go. And they will stand before the world and say, don't buy my product. I will sacrifice everything for what I believe in. And on the right, you
1: get grifters. But I think this not all is... of them, but you know. This is tantamount to President Trump, though. We're seeing indictment after indictment. We're seeing the weaponization. And look, I, w- I want to make it clear about my neutrality, but the fact of the matter is look at what's working on people like this article right here. Clearly, they found the blueprint that if they charge you with X, Y, and Z, they can get you to plead guilty, to lower whatever charges they did against you, and then they're gonna use that same blueprint against everybody else what if they're doing these indictments to try to get President Trump to drop out? And if he did, they would have the blueprint for the future of what to do to every other presidential opponent from here on out. It's not
2: just presidential opponents, though. This is a total weaponized DOJ. And the problem with this lawfare is they're showing us that they can weaponize any law against any of us. Mm -hmm. Most of us, they could weaponize a law against us if they wanted to.
5: I mean, the New York Attorney General is sort of famous for this. Letitia James, she goes after Project Veritas goes after all kinds of people. And part of it, again, like I'm saying, is the lead up to the case. Before you even get into court, all of the demands that are placed on you to turn over documents or to be compliant or whatever else, it's crazy. And I think that's the stuff that we don't see because we only see it when it gets to the headlines. And that's not completely unreasonable. This stuff is very hard to follow. It, it's happening behind closed doors for the most part. Uh, but I think this idea, I think your neutrality is interesting and great because – if it could happen for Trump, who is such a public figure, think about who it's happening for, who we don't know about, or small organizations or smaller candidates. I mean, anyone could then be brought up under the same charges. That's how precedent works.
2: That's absolutely right. And they didn't care. All those years he was operating in New York. They didn't care. Now, all of a sudden, they care. But Lies. That's, that's how lawfare works.
0: They're, they're they're completely lying about everything about Trump. These, these, these court cases, the lawsuits, it's all nonsense.
2: Mm-hmm. But
5: yep. it's, it's forced to purpose. It's a weaponized DOJ. I mean, that's what you're talking about. And I just think ultimately, because uh, because all legal court cases, are, there's so much back and forth. Right? They're in court. They're out of court. They change this charge. They restate whatever. It, it is hard to keep the focus of the American people, and that's where the flashy headline is the biggest weapon right now.
0: Well, let's talk about what you get with a president Joe Biden with this story from the Daily Mail. White House apologizes for glaring national security blunder after publishing photos showing the faces of U.S. special forces as they met Joe Biden in Israel. Holy crap. They posted on Instagram a photo of all the dudes and their faces. Uh, uh, people are, are, are commenting that these dudes are basically had their death warrant signed.
3: Mm, they,
0: they're not going to be able to operate now. People are going to be looking for them. Their faces. That's it. Their faces are out there. The moment it was posted. And this is the Biden
1: administration. Well, and we might go to war with this? Come on. Yeah, man. What about the guy, and my memory is not serving me. I'm pulling a Joe Biden at this moment. What about the <laughs> guy that took a picture on the submarine? You know what I'm talking about? That they said it was a national security risk. He took a picture in the submarine. What? How is that different than a national security risk of exposing something like this, doxing somebody, and then yeah, Joe so Biden's administration were responsible? Why are they not being held accountable?
5: Man. well they just made a mistake because they're oh, the social baloney. media influencers right it's just a little oopsie millennial Gen Z <laughs> mistake right i mean like the obvious answer is because the white house doesn't take the security of our troops seriously no matter how many platitudes joe biden presents in his 15 minute speech
0: it's on purpose what happens if special forces get attacked
1: Cassius oh belly. he'll just you know what joe biden will be doing he'll be watching his watch as this caskets are before him with the American flag draped over the bodies that he's responsible for. And then does for. he go on He'll TV and watch. say, my
0: fellow Americans, today, a, ter- a, a, a horrific terror attack took the lives of 12 special forces. The United States will not stand for this, and so I am hereby authorizing the detachment
4: of, insert whatever. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's then gonna then be one of those. And then the cycle continues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's gonna be one of these flashpoints. Just gonna, I'm just waiting for the day when they use one of these things that we're all talking about for like their cast's belly, like Tim's like been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you guys going to do when World War III starts?
0: I was thinking I, about I hanging out in the storeroom with all our bu- food buckets and closing the door and turning the lights <laughs> off. I mean,
2: yeah, I'd probably play Just Starfield. Play Starfield? Age, <laughs> Age of Empires. <laughs> have you been playing Starfield? Is that any good? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah? I like I, it. I think it got too much criticism. Yeah? But I've been on Age, Age of Empires kick.
4: Oh, contest. that's a good one. Uh, is there a new one? No. Like no. A- AOE 3. <laughs> like a classic one?
0: Wow. Yeah. Old school. Yeah, true. Yeah, what about What about you, Scott? What's your plans for World War III? you going to have a World War III party? My okay.
1: goal is to stop it. I mean, no, I'm serious. I
5: like Scott's it. got elections too. <laughs> I told you, he's
2: Republican Jesus. My guy. goal
1: is to stop it. But I, I, I want people to really understand how consequential the next couple weeks are leading into these elections. If we win these elections in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Mississippi, then our ourselves, our allies will be emboldened. But if we lose. The Democrats will be emboldened. The military-industrial complex will be emboldened. The establishment will be emboldened. Everything that we're seeing right now is only going to be amplified. So, I mean, really, guys, November 7th, Tuesday, November 7th, come out and vote. And think about it. Like, even in Virginia, having Governor Glenn Youngkin empowered, having a trifecta state government, and, and think about who lives in Virginia you want to talk about contractors, you want to talk about the military. you want to talk about everybody that works at the Pentagon. Those are all the people living in Northern Virginia.
5: Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you get into this? Like what was the moment where you were like, I have to be the one to act? Because I'm so curious. I think there are a lot of people who say this is an issue, but they don't take that initiative.
1: I want to thank President Obama no i'm serious <laughs>
2: he never gets enough recognition on this show i, mean, I feel like i never know what's going to come out of his mouth
1: <laughs> i'm serious no the night that he was reelected, uh, i was so mad i actually created my twitter account that night in november of 2012. people don't know that if you go look at my wow. profile right now at scott pressler it says created november 2012 so fact check me but i was just angry i realized that look In action means you are the problem and not the solution. And I wanted to be the change I wanted to see. I know as tired as that sounds, but I'm serious. I just want people to give a darn and to do something. And most importantly, to take positive action. It's not negative. It's not pejorative. It's not just shouting at the sky at clouds on social media, but doing something to make a positive actual change. You know what I want to do? I want to get a nice recliner. Maybe those ones that have the automatic massages. I want
0: to lay back. I want to order pizza and wings. And I want to play video games and hang out with my friends. The only problem is we're not able to do that when the world is falling apart. And then while I'm trying to mind my own business in my comfortable chair, I'm looking around and be like, no one is doing anything about this. And then someone's like, well, why don't you? And I'm like, all right. (laughs) Fine. Fine, I guess. (laughs) So I'm, I'm, I'm only half joking. I mean, the issue is, I think there's there's many things that we find enjoyment in, hobbies and, and, and things like that, but we're all driven to try and solve whatever these problems are and and, and seek out the issues and do the work.
3: Yeah.
0: Do no, the work. Trust
1: me, I don't want this to be my life. I would love right now, instead of being here, with all due respect, I love being here, but I'd like to be in a hot tub with an ice cold coffee, watching a horror movie with a lumberjack. Like honestly- <laughs> right We're
5: in West Pacific. Virginia so we can make part of that habit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. That would be my dream, but you know we're called for a time like this. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this work that we're doing right here, we're influencing lives. We're bringing this important news to people that hopefully we can come together as a family and we can solve those problems.
2: Thanks, Obama. I hope Thank you get you. your hot tub and your lumberjack. You Me deserve too. it, Scott. Me too. Really do. I was
1: at a. I was going to. I
0: was getting food at a diner the other day. <laughs> And walked past a liquor store that has two, two uh, has a front entrance and a back entrance because there's a there's like the commercial street and then the shopping center street, but on one side where the 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 uh, the main road is, there's a big sign on the door saying this door has been closed due to an increase in shoplifting. Wow, and I'm just like, man, thanks, Joe Biden. You know, like even, everything even around was
2: around these parts.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, this was more this was Maryland. You go to West Virginia, I don't recommend shoplifting because you might get really <laughs> yeah. hurt if you're like taking stuff some you know don't don't mess around with west virginia that's awesome maryland though you know maryland this is really crazy you've got as soon as you cross the river from virginia or west virginia into maryland literally like right on the other side of the river there are stories of like roving bands of criminals who just beat the crap out of people and steal their stuff i'm not kidding you go to west virginia nothing <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder why. I wonder what it could be like separated the by, by 100 it, feet? I
2: mean, I'm sorry for being ignorant here. The carry law is that different in yes. West Virginia yes. versus Maryland. Yes, Maryland,
0: you will get arrested. You will go to jail. Wow.
2: You can't mm-hmm. carry it. Do you need a permit? You need good a luck getting one. Permit. Yeah,
0: good, good luck. Wow. In West Virginia, I believe the presumption is if you're armed, I think. I, so I think you need an ID. I think you need to be a state resident. I'm not sure. Actually, no. I don't think that's true. No. no you yeah. Don't to be serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. If 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 you just like you're from anywhere and you go to West Virginia and you, you have a gun concealed or open, it's constitutional carry. Right. And mm-hmm. mm. not a crime.
5: There was a, a state trooper who was watching arrest someone once, and he was like, the guy being arrested was like, "Hey, that guy has a gun," and the trooper was like, "I know. It's West Virginia.
3: Everything."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you're in West Virginia, dude. But you cross this, you cross the river, right into Maryland. And nobody has any guns, mm. and it's because Baltimore yep. rules Western Maryland, yep. and that's right. why Western oh, that Maryland. Western several, Maryland's
5: like we want to jump ship and join West they, Virginia. They tried. Yeah. yeah, they
0: wrote letters being like we would like to secede from <laughs> West from Maryland and join West Virginia. And uh, it's really funny because um, what well, wasn't there like a big lawsuit in Virginia trying to seize the panhandle from West Virginia back in the day? I don't know. I'm not sure. Like the Cumberland area. Yeah, like something happened where. Um, First there was a lawsuit over whether or not West Virginia could remain a state after the end of the Civil War, but then right. there was a question about the panhandle counties that were part of Virginia and they wanted to be West Virginia and they were like no and then it ended up happening. There, but now even Maryland wants to join West Virginia. Yeah, well hmm. when
5: when Western Maryland wrote to uh the to charleston the capital of west virginia west virginia said can we please join they were like for sure for sure ask baltimore now that's totally dead in the water uh but there's a couple counties that border especially eastern panhandle uh that have clauses from way back in the day you know back to the civil war uh that say you know should we stop liking being part of virginia we get to secede and join west virginia they just have to act on it
0: well Uh, but that's virginia though and so these are like It's
5: not Maryland. Maryland is yeah. much stricter.
0: But I don't I, I, I genuinely don't get this. If we're a, a country that is founded upon the consent of the governed and the county votes to join, join a different state, the only question is a question for Congress of recognition, not a question for Maryland. Mm-hmm. Right. And I honestly think you can argue that Congress doesn't recognize it, but the state laws should
4: be immediately assumed by West Virginia.
5: Yeah.
4: True. Yeah. I mean if you even go towards Cumberland, it's feels like West Virginia because it basically is West Virginia. It doesn't yep. feel like Maryland at Cumberland's all. Cumberland's cool, though. Yeah, it's a cool it is. Cool spot. It Went is. to a
0: coin shop there once. That's where I bought the <laughs> coin that was uh, the same currency that was used by St. Casper to oh, wow. uh, uh, travel to meet uh, uh, baby Jesus. That's cool. I yeah, know. I gifted it to Seamus because I thought it was cool. Well, we don't know that the coin itself was used by, say, Casper, but it's it's the same currency that was pr- minted around the same time that was used by him. So, oh, okay. you know, there may have been like a hundred coins minted. He got them, and then this one was minted for some other reason. Or it could be one he had. Who knows? Who
1: knows? Is that the impetus for Casper Coffee?
0: No, we have Cast Brew Coffee. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here yeah, I am Casper. thinking Casper Coffee.
5: <laughs> I like it. That's yeah. our ghost version. Like, well,
1: the, it is Halloween.
5: Yeah. We have we do have a Halloween-ish type blend. Casper makes right?
0: much more Oh, we sense. have Mr. Bo- Mr. Bocus Pumpkin Spice and Experience.
2: The re-rise with Roberto Jr. Yeah.
5: That's but I'm,
2: you have a pumpkin spice
0: one? We have yeah. a year-round pumpkin spice. The basic spice
5: white one. Come on, business lady. lady. But I don't
0: I don't <laughs> feel like it tastes it, it it does taste like pumpkin spice, but You know, it's not the same because when you actually order pumpkin spice somewhere, they put the spices in it. Yeah. So this is like a pumpkin spice flavored coffee. So it's like, you get what you get. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to lie to people. Like when it comes to the coffee that we sell, I think the pumpkin spice is good. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose that one. If I'm going to have a, I'm going to choose Appalachian Nights. It is just insanely, it's the best coffee I've ever had. I can't even, no, no, no no question. Easy for me to say I'm the one who formulated it. Like we got the coffee (laughs) samples and then we, we tested a bunch of different blends and then we came up with ours and. I love it.
2: I want to try some of this. We have some. We have have, have a a, a mess. Yeah. We should do a taste test. Yeah, Um, yeah, we'll do it. A bunch. X Live.
0: Oh,
4: yeah. And Roberto Jr. is super good, too. Rest in peace. Yeah. I want to get one of those limited edition ones. I need to get one. Limited edition?
0: The re-rise Oh, the re-rise. Re-rise. That's an entirely different blend, though. Yeah, Yeah,
5: still. So do you think people are going to be affected, forgive me if I already asked this question tonight, but... With international skirmishes kicking up, do you think people will go to the polls or do you think it'll not be enough to break through voter apathy? Because I feel like that's a problem in every election cycle for both parties. There's a certain number of people that just don't bring themselves to vote.
1: No, I think this is definitely reinvigorating. I mean, look, elections have consequences. We're seeing this unfold right now because Joe Biden is president and the world doesn't respect him our enemies don't fear us Mm -hmm. anymore. And in part, is it possible that more people voted in that Louisiana election because of this? I mean, Israel happened right before, right? Um, Hamas attacking Israel. Were people inspired to understand the gravity of the situation? I firmly believe so. But more importantly, I hope this helps wake people up. Do, Do American Jews, do Jews across the world understand that President Obama President Biden and Democrats fund Iran and therefore fund Hamas and therefore fund the attacks against Israel. Does the Jewish community now understand that their votes have been funding terrorism?
5: Yeah, it's very powerful. This is a totally separate question. Sorry for the terrible tangent, but how do you respond to calls for same day voting? Uh, I know this is probably something that doesn't fit into your.
1: Oh, no, no. I could talk about this all day long. I'm here. I'm here to win. I'm here to defeat Joe Biden and make him a one-term president. And so therefore, you know, I I want to preface this by saying I understand people's hesitancy. I understand the nostalgia of wanting to vote in person on election day to lack in your vote. But the one thing that kind of haunts me is I think of Nevada and Adam Laxalt was running for Senate. He lost his election by 8,000 votes. 8,000. Now, I'm not saying that the reason why he lost is because it snowed in Reno, Nevada, Washoe County, a Republican county on election day. But what I do know is 150,000 Nevada registered Republicans stayed home and didn't vote in 2022. I know that for a fact. Lost by 8,000, 150,000 Republicans stayed home. And it gets worse because all of those eligible voters in Nevada receive a ballot whether or not they request one. That means that people were so demoralized Dejected and despair, or maybe they heard from people don't vote by mail, so they didn't, and they didn't even walk 10 feet to their mailbox to drop it in. 150,000 Oregon, Oregon, we lost by 62,000 votes in the gubernatorial election. 126,000 registered Oregonian Republicans did not vote, and they're only a vote by mail state. We could have a Republican governor in Oregon on the left coast with all those hippies over there, my people. Had we actually just (laughs) filled in a meal and ballot and voted. And so my goal is, guys, look, to you at home, especially the listener that's watching right now, please, if we want to actually win this year in November and next year in 2024, we have to have a diverse approach to voting. And look at Pennsylvania. We got 80,000 Amish. I am calling for the Amish who get married on Tuesdays in November because they are baby making machines and they are doubling their population twice in the last century. I want to get a meal and ballot in the hands of every Amish person in America. And I want to put drop boxes in every Amish enclave.
5: I think this is great. I do you know. remember all the videos of like the the Amish carriages with the Trump banner Yes. <laughs> I've never seen them people. do it for Biden, but maybe they'll come out this year.
0: I want to jump to this, uh, this uh, tweet from Marco <laughs> Rubio here. <laughs> Marco Rubio tweeted, I don't want actually, you know, I'm going to play. I'm going to play his video statement instead. Just we'll just we'll just
7: listen to what he has to say. One of the most important things President Biden needs to make clear tonight is that if U.S. troops, U.S. diplomats, U.S. personnel in the Middle East come under attack by these Iranian backed and controlled Shia militia groups in the region, if they attack our people, we are going to consider that to be an attack by the government of Iran against the United States that will require Uh, an extensive uh, response, an extensive retaliatory response. Just in the last 24 hours, we've seen an uptick in attacks by these groups against the military forces, and there are troubling indicators that that's going to turn into a full-scale campaign, and we can't allow it. It is important the President make it abundantly clear by laying out clear and credible red lines that if Iran crosses, Hmm. will require us to engage them. I don't want there to be a Middle East war. I don't want the U.S. involved in another Middle East war. But if Iran, through its proxies, decide to attack us, we're going to have to retaliate. And it's important in order to prevent this for the president to make that clear tonight. What he
0: basically said is if anyone attacks our troops, we can just claim it was Iran and then declare war. Well, they never declare war. Just send troops go uh, to go and invade Iran. We already know that our troops have been attacked with these drone attacks. That news uh, came out a little while ago. We have Biden publishing the faces of a special forces uh, group. Uh Oh, so how close are we to a troop getting hurt or attacked, which he says they're already upping. And then our Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio have already basically said war, war, war with Iran.
2: I think it should be mandatory. Any politician who calls for this should be airdropped there first mandatory right away. You go first, Marco Rubio. You go first, (laughs) Lindsey Graham. Yeah, you go first. I agree. It should be mandatory. Lindsay, you want to call L- Lin- for war, then you have to go serve. Mm-hmm. Why is that radical? Well, no, no. They're just too important. They're
0: too well, important. They're not that important, you know. They're I, too I,
3: important.
2: We can't airdrop them into the places they want to bomb. People work remotely all the
5: time. Surely they
2: can
0: call <laughs> well, in. Well, well, we'll have a vote. We'll have a vote. We'll have the people of South Carolina vote. Should Lindsey Graham, who advocated for war with Iran, be sent to Iran <laughs> yeah. to help coordinate and lead the charge?
3: Overwhelmingly,
2: people would say yes. If you said <laughs> okay. it should be mandated. And because they go to war.
1: Democrats are so proud of their vote for Joe Biden and they support him even now to this day, we should also, you know, when we're doing the draft and we're saying who should go to war, I think the Joe Biden supporters that voted for him, they should be at the front of the list. Yeah, they should.
5: Yeah, I think that makes sense, too. I think that's a great idea. Question you is, vote for war. Go fight it. Do we send Joe Biden to war? Yes. yes. As a general, <laughs> I really feel like now, his commands would be interesting.
0: But to be fair. I think we should give him one of those those exosuits they've been working on. You ever you see those ones yep, mm-hmm. where it's like you can lift stuff with it. Yep. At least then he can move around. It'll be nimble. Honestly, uh, though,
1: I, I would wear I'll that. Exosuit. I think it's pretty cool. It sure, reminds me of uh, Sigourney Weaver when she's fighting yeah, the alien yeah, yeah. and she's in that boss mm-hmm. machine. You know what yep. I'm talking about? See, now, if Joe Biden made a video of him in one of those machines
0: fighting against like enemies of the United States, he'd probably get a lot of people to enlist.
3: Yeah, yeah,
5: true. That would be like, more. Powerful. I'm your president.
0: Now I'm going to war, and then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he jumps twenty feet. <laughs> hey, if
4: he, he really did that, <laughs> if he really did that, I would probably
5: enlist.
0: <laughs> gone. Gone. You convinced
4: me. Yeah, yeah, I've, Can I've, I get you know. one of those suits? Yeah. That, get, no, just, that's the most important thing. If I get a suit, I'm there. But well,
5: they're not going to tell you that you've already gone through basic and stuff. They'll they'll, they'll, they'll string <laughs> right. you along. That's how military. If you works. get Lujan
2: to do it, enlistment will just be a hundred percent. That's true. Well, Biggest Psyop ever. She's awesome. Who? Luhan, the really hot girl.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. Actually,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> personal her hero. He yes. She said
0: that. But she was like posting, she was like a Psyops a, 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 a officer. She's or doing
2: something. a great job. She makes me want to enlist, to be honest. Huh.
0: I don't know if I'm thinking of <laughs> the same person, but there was like this woman who was saying she was in the military and kept posting all these things about why people should join or whatever.
2: Have you seen Luhan? Do you know who Luhan is?
0: I don't know what Luhan is.
2: All you have to do is look up Luhan. She's I'm, all I'm, over it, TikTok. She's got like a million on TikTok.
0: That, I, I, I might she's be the best with it. psyop it? ever.
2: Uh, L u j a n, Luhan. Yeah, 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 <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've it's totally great. seen this.
2: Yeah, she's amazing.
0: Yeah, she's she's actually in the army, though, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she's a psyops. We think they they specifically bring in these young hot girls to convince men to go die. Yep. Like, dude, you're not it's going classic. anywhere near this person. It's this classic. person is not real. Like this is this is this is just pin up. We'll get one. Pin-ups. We'll get
2: her in one of those EXO suits. Yeah,
0: this is just pin ups version. Her like and Joe 0, Biden, 4. and suddenly 0. recruitment. I, I bet she's convinced a bunch of really dumb young guys to sign up.
2: Oh yep. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and she's massive on TikTok too. She's got like a million on TikTok. Yep. There's one
5: that I saw of like not her, but two other like good looking girls being like the best part of being in the army is being a barracks bunny, and then this guy like cuts <laughs> wow, in and like wow. no no that's not true that's all <laughs> oh, fake <wow. laughs> like.
0: That's what she, she posted, which, which basically is like, she will have sex with you. Yeah. Um, if you, it's like the old beer commercials. Yep. If you drink our beer, hot women will have sex with you. <laughs>
5: That's a
0: family guy joke, by the way. I'm stealing it. But yeah. <laughs> yep. So but this is what
5: they're doing subtly. Subtly.
0: But, she got a million followers. <laughs> but what I'm saying
5: about? like the ones that are saying like I paid for it by the U.S. Army are the ones that are much more about like wokism. Like is she
0: criticizing CNN? I couldn't tell what, yeah, f- what that. Yeah, she's one a right there. bit
2: uh, conservative. I think she did a few videos with like donut operator and the black rifle guys. Oh really?
0: Um, oh really? I didn't know that. But I, I mean, like the assumption is her, her, her job in the army is to post these videos to convince people to enlist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a thirst trap for frontline troops, which is incredible. Man, yeah. I'm like imagine being dumb cannon fo- cannon fodder, for these sick, corrupt individuals. Yeah. Oh, man
4: like natural I said,
0: selection i guess
4: <laughs> filter them out huh is that what it is it could be man. man if i if i get one of those suits i'm there like i said they can cr- promise you that
5: i mean they're gonna have to do something soon right there's, there's a report out today that um one of the re- one of the major reasons people can't enlist is because obesity is so high. I mean, mm, I the, we're pending on war faster than we can solve the problems that we have created that make it difficult for people to join the military. And by that, I mean, they don't qualify to join the military. And um, other than lowering the standards, which is not really good for a military fighting population, I'm not sure how we get past this issue. Uh, the, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, and I, I'm a broken record here, I know anyone who's Heard me on the show before. Heard me say this, but the statistics bear out that there is a very slim majority of people, or slim margin of people, that are, can make the standards to enlist in the military. And of those people, very few of them are willing to do it. So, you know, great for her that she has a million uh, TikTok followers. On the other hand. She is not, uh, she doesn't have a 100% success rate because we are not
2: converting that many people into military recruitment.
0: Yeah, it's down. That's
2: true. Yeah, I think it's the lowest. They've had like the lowest recruitment, what, like 14 years or something? Uh, Almost every branch,
5: very few branches are making their recruitment goals. Uh, This is something that's been happening consistently for the past at least three years, probably longer. And in fact, military enlistment has been down for a long time. I mean, to be fair, you know, I've mentioned before, my brother was in the Marine Corps he went to he deployed to afghanistan the thing is like he was i i don't remember how old it was he was very young when we got involved in that there were people who went after him who were not alive when everything broke out in the middle east Mm. this is going to be the reality for gen z they're going to be this generation that is saying are we about to enter a war that we will be in endlessly on multiple fronts and the messaging around it will always be ambiguous it'll be unclear what our actual goals are and i think that's that's definitely the case uh now that we have War in Ukraine. We have conflict in in Israel, and then presumably we're going to have something happen in Taiwan. I mean, do you want to be deployed? Do you want to go into active conflict like this?
1: Well, and, and your body will not be your choice because they have forced vaccinations in the military. Mm-hmm. So well, they got, they got well. Yes, they've always had that though. Well, but it's mandatory. Now, the COVID shot as well. That would be But I mandatory. mean, like, but
0: this is like the the interesting thing to me. I mean, when you when you sign up, they give you a bunch of injections. You don't even know what you're getting yeah true. The, the story i what i was told by my friends is that you know your basic training that's like you you walk down a line and then look give you a shot and then you walk down you get a shot and then you walk down they give you a shot and like they're giving you all, all your the different vaccinations
4: yeah yeah
5: because it doesn't i mean the thing is you could probably read through the recruitment paperwork and i'd be happy for anyone to correct me on this and they might say you're gonna get these vaccines right right but the uh, thing is once you sign up you agree to go through them because that is part of making this qualification goal that you you submit to the vaccines, that you submit to certain things.
0: Is it it true that when you enlist your government property?
5: I mean, effectively, right? Something like that. Like if you get injured,
0: rock climbing, they consider it damage to government property or something like that?
5: It's why, like, if you uh, are in the military and you get pneumonia while you're skiing, right?
0: People will pay
5: out of pocket because it can affect everything that has to do with your job. I mean, your physical body and your wellness are something that they... Take priority on. It's why you know you'll get military guys who pay out of pocket so that they don't have to report certain issues or illnesses or injuries. I got.
0: I got to be honest when I look at this uh, Luhan <laughs> chick. I
2: see she. She's working. She's still working. No,
0: I, I, it's the opposite. These photos make me think the military is trash. The army is garbage. Yeah. That people who are serving are losers. Like, how many how many young men enlisted because of something as stupid as this? How oh, dumb yeah. do you have to be for this mm-hmm. to be the reason? Now, the people who are like, after 9-11, I enlisted. I'm like, wow, those people are, those people are tough. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But now, like, this is what it is? Yep. You got the weird wokeness and thirst traps? She's Dude, is bringing, that what you're she's doing? She's
2: bringing TikTok influencers into the recruiting offices. <laughs> I'm not kidding. She's, like, doing videos with these TikTok influencers oh. in the recruiting offices. That's how stupid it is.
0: I just, for me personally, and maybe it's because I'm an old man. But this gives makes me feel disdain for the arm, for, for mm-hmm. the institution uh, of the armed forces, not for the soldiers who sign up for good reasons. But like, I'm saying like 10, 20 years, if this is what we have to represent the army, good luck, I guess. Be- I, I kind of feel like the reason recruitment is low is because they're doing this.
4: Yeah, I agree.
0: look, I talked about this earlier. Victoria's Secret announced they're getting rid of their woke. Uh, morbidly obese and gross yep. uh, uh, models. About time. You know, they have like, uh, they're not all nasty looking, they, Like but like, you know, they have people like Megan Rapinoe, right? And Ugh. why would a woman want to buy sexy underwear? Is it because she wants to be a world champion soccer player? <laughs> I really don't think so. I think it's because she wants to attract men. I'm not saying every woman wants to attract men. I'm not saying every woman's goal and only goal is to attract men. I'm saying the purpose of attractive underwear is to be attractive, right? Yeah. Uh, th- so women are buying fancy underwear just like look in the mirror and be like, look me, I'm good.
3: Yeah, some so women you just, do.
2: Yeah, but wh- you what what, buy what cute underwear? And
0: what makes you think? But you I look would agree good?
2: with your general premise, like lingerie and the the base product of Victoria's Secret would be for the Attractive, yeah. Being attractive. to And women. so
0: it is fair to say a lot of people often say that women don't wear makeup for men. They wear makeup for other women. <laughs> and that's and but so here this is the point. When women look at Victoria's Secret, they want to see an objectively attractive woman and they want to emulate that so they can feel like they are also like that woman. They mm-hmm. are objectively attractive. When you put morbidly obese women and ugly women in your ads, women are like, I don't want to look like that. Mm-hmm. That woman's gross. And so what happened? Victoria's Secret sales started dropping. They dropped like like 10% or, or no, no, I'm sorry. Like one, what is it? Went from like 7.5 to like 6.5% or whatever mm-hmm. or 6.2 or something. Sales dropped. And so now they're abandoning this campaign and they're going back to the angels. This is the same thing I see. You have that Russian military commercial where it's the dude and he's like doing pushups and he jumps out of a plane and then he lands and he's like, Durr! imagine the male it's power so, fantasy. It yeah. ain't looking at some dainty female being like, I, I see this and I'm like, I kind of feel like the people that are gonna be attracted to the military are like, you know, very girly, effeminate boys who want to put on Fox ears and emulate that. (laughs) That's what they'll attract. If they had like some super ripped dude punching through a brick wall, like I just watched all four Expendables movies. I'm like, this is what men watch apparently. Like not literally, but look at Die Hard. Look at, look at these movies where like, yippee-ki-yay and he pulls the gun out and he shoots the bad guy. That's not this. So they're like, maybe we can attract stupid young men because they want to have sex with girls.
2: Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah. But young men are having less sex than ever.
0: But then I throw it to the Victoria's Secret angle that when men are thinking about a goal, most men are probably not like, man, I really want to be what? What does a man want to be when he sees this? When you when you put the commercial, the Marines had a commercial (laughs) where uh, when everyone was ragging on the army because they had that. I have two moms. And they were like, why is the army doing this? The Marines had a commercial where a guy, like, rises up out of the swamp with, like, you know, paint on his face and a rifle and starts moving forward, and it was much tougher. That's the adventure guys are seeking, that they're feeling like a call to action, a purpose. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is not that.
5: Well, and the Marines in particular have consistently made the recruitment goals because, you know, they are selling much more of a fraternity of of this very enclave niche. Mm-hmm. There is a culture, not that other branches don't, but the unique the Marines is sort of no. I mean, what is that movie, Full Metal Jacket? People are sort of aware of what comes with being a Marine. There's an inherent toughness. It's the same reason that they're able to make recruitment goals for things like Green Berets or Navy SEALs is because those are sort of these aspirational and these elite positions that men are driven to seek out. I well, don't think that these tactics are serving a purpose because in some ways they're directionless. they're not capitalizing on who is actually looking to have a place in the military. What
0: I, what I, what we, people super chatted us this last time that when we were talking about the, the army commercial where it's like, I have two moms and I'm in the army and then the Marines commercial is like,
4: I'm a Marine
0: <laughs> and they were like, it's because the army is very administrative. Like they right. don't, they don't care if people they attract a bunch of like effeminate loser guys yeah. with no self-esteem because they're going to make you type on a computer or yeah. something.
4: You need people on the desks otherwise stuff doesn't work. Yeah.
0: But that's just sad. But that maybe means that the army the is case. is
5: too big. You know, like is <laughs> maybe, that just saying maybe. essentially they have too many administrators to function correctly? I mean, what are we actually doing? Because ultimately, we do pay for the service members.
3: Yeah,
2: we I the guess. taxpayers. Yeah, pay but for the I mean,
5: look, somebody somebody's, somebody's
0: changing too. You know, it's like it's like you know you watch those old movies about like the knight and he has the squire and the squire has to like pick up the horse's crap and just do all the really awful stuff. Like someone's got to do that. You know, so if you want to be that, then you can go hang out with this chick and be the person who picks up the crap for the for the actual heroes and the and the manly men who are in the Marines and special forces and stuff like that. There you go.
5: Maybe there's a place for everybody in the military.
0: <laughs> I don't mean that literally, though. Right. I know that the people there's there's a lot of good people in the Army who signed it for good reasons. I'm just really disgusted by the attempt to, to, to like this is their recruit like this is the manipulation like uh it's just i find But it like i
5: said this is the influencer who's on social media as like a third platform but on mainstream media if you look at tv commercials it's not this they're yes, not i have two this moms. Girl. Yeah, exactly so they're trying to play both fields and both because, fields
0: that's the same thing
5: see i feel like it's just two different sides of the same corner but like they are not sticking to oh i have two moms and i'm feminist and whatever else they're bringing out this girl alpha
0: strong arrogant whatever you want to call them guys are not going like, oh, I bet she'll date me if I enlist.
2: Sure. They're yeah, going like, very true.
0: they're going, I want to do more pull-ups. I want to, I want to be something greater than myself. Yeah. I want to go on that mission. I want to save the world. Hell yeah. The same people who are looking at the, if two moms. These are the male feminists who are like, I, I'm, I'm feminist. Did, did I say the right thing? Will you date me now? That's what, that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think it's gross. Anyway, we're going to go to Super Chat, so if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and head over to TimCast.com to become a member by clicking Join Us. You don't want to miss the members-only Uncensored show. It's going to be lit. It will be based AF, as the kids say. (laughs) All right. They do do say it, as I'm told. Everybody agrees. Clint Torres says, howdy, people. Howdy, Clint. You are number one. You got him there at (laughs) 740, right on the dot. Good one, dude. Aw, Dime Kang put... First, oh. <laughs> the great thing about lifting and cardio is that you build up the areas around injuries, lessening the strain. You were not first, sir. You were yeah. second. Sorry,
4: but your is but, uh, good, true. Good
0: try. Good try. Ben Hancock says it's 2.30 a.m. here. Sleep is for the week. Got to watch some Timcast. Also first. No. <laughs> Look at that. Everyone's trying now, but you're just not getting it. Clint got it. I, I don't even know how he got it because at 7.40 is when the link goes live. And good luck. I don't know how you find it. I think I think an email goes out. If you mm-hmm. if you click the bell icon and then enable notifications. Oh, right, right. I don't know. That sometimes never even works.
4: Maybe. Yeah. I'm not getting notifications even this week at all.
0: Culture Abduction says, I'll be honest, I'm tired of living through major historical events, but keep up the great work. Scott, you are <laughs> a real one in the Timcast crew. On <laughs> Un- Alaska Thank awaits. You. you can always just go there, turn the internet off, and you won't even realize anything's happening until one day the sky starts on fire, and you're like, "Well."
5: Somebody <laughs> tweeted at me that Amelia, that Mexican restaurant that we found on Alaska, they're like, "It's good." I went there when I oh, was in man. the Navy. Wow! Well, so look, there's at least a good restaurant there. On,
0: on Alaska is a city in the Aleutian Islands of Alaska, so it's a very, very remote place.
2: That's like where it, we should send the politicians to the yes! barracks. Yes, we yeah. were going to yeah. send yeah. the government bureaucrats put there. Put the barracks. Right well, there. no, we
0: were we were talking about instead of firing all the bureaucrats, you just tran you just transfer them to Alaska because then what happens is it provides <laughs> <You
2: should. laughs> yes. it, it
0: provides funding, but then yeah, all the cyber. people who who are in Alaska are like, stop, no, <laughs> like, don't send. Them <laughs> we'll here. put
2: the barracks there and they can do their basic training so <laughs> yeah, on Alaska yes. and yeah, just man. live this, there.
0: This is what I'm saying. I'm uh, there's uh, no we, Beetlejuice we, we there. We had this conversation earlier. As soon as you get elected to any public office, you should be required to go through three months of basic training no matter how old you are yeah don't care Mm -hmm. and that's the age limit basically because it's like dude i'm 70 i can't do that well then you can't run right because if you don't complete you're not assuming office have a nice day
2: make them live in the barracks too
0: they should they should live in in (laughs) base housing or 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 the barracks like if they're married you get base housing you know what i mean
2: i'm i'm okay with that
0: i actually think this is a really good idea if if we're gonna make our men and women in uniform who are going to fight to defend this country live in the barracks then why don't our politicians
4: yeah just go to just go to gulag for like a month or two. I'm not a gulag. I'm de- come on, it's not that bad. Well, they're willing <laughs> no, like, to put other
2: people through it, and they can it.
4: eat MREs. Yeah, true. <laughs> I like them. MREs are fun, but I've only
0: for a little one. bit. Yeah, just a little. Bit. I ordered a whole bunch. They should be here at some can point. You
2: make them nice. good. No, they're good.
0: We had uh, we had tacos. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like cheese whiz with cold chicken. Yeah. On it's like,
5: like super processed food, but they're good yeah. for MREs. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, lived, it was it was almost like Taco Bell's, almost. Yeah, some are better than others for sure.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: All right, where are we at? Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, JFK Jr., RFK Jr., or anyone who thinks the MAGA will vote for someone who uses the slur Trumper so casually is out of their mind. Next thing you know, he'll be calling us extremists too. Get out of town. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, true, man. I don't know about saying extremists, but he's going to be critical of Trump and Trump supporters. No question. Definitely, yeah. Shane uh, says, building on Raymond G. Stanley's uh, comment, if RFK thinks anyone who is MAGA will vote for him with his gun policy, he's mistaken. I'm, well, he's not saying it. You know, he's saying what he says. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the guy. You know, I disagree with him on a lot of things. But it's the media claiming that he's going to pull from Trump. You beef nasty, says Tim. How do you feel about Gavin Newsom going to Israel? Does that set his presidential run? I think it does. Yeah, come on. We know where that's going. He's running.
5: Did yeah. you see the story that Kathy Hochul is there? And yeah. I guess no out that her dad died while she was standing at the wall or something.
4: At the Wailing Wall? Yeah. Oh, wow.
5: I'm not super versed on the story, but... I'm
4: just... I think everyone's lost their minds.
5: It seems unnecessary to me to have state governors for American states going abroad, but perhaps there's something I don't know.
0: Raybert G. Stanbert Jr. says, Victoria's secret using woke, unattractive people as models is like GNC using Chris Christie as their representative. (laughs) It is indeed. Do you want to be like him? No. Well, shop here. I think I won't.
4: Uh, that's a good one, man.
0: What have we here? Let's see. That one's a bit a bit serious. What is this one? <laughs> Weber J says, <laughs> can you tell us what AI program y'all used to create that drawing of Ashley? Pretty hot. It was uh, uh, Jessica, our, our graphic designer, who quickly whipped up a crude <laughs> drawing because we needed something fast for the thumbnail.
2: They forgot to oh, put no. my boots.
1: These comments yeah. are so good. People are like, how to shake to make sure it was real seriously the best thumbnail ever amazing work <laughs> totally legit picture for sure
3: <laughs>
0: that's what it's all about
3: I you know funny really too. is works. like i
0: know that if i've ever if i ever did a deal with any like corporate outlet we would never be allowed to do that like <laughs> yeah, all of these big companies if they signed if, if i did a deal with any one of them it's like oh yeah we'll have tim Kess on your network they would never let us have fun yeah. I'd be like, this person's going to be late. We're going to make a crew drawing a, thumbna- a thumbnail. Like, no, just just pull something <laughs> off Google. No, Don't get no, offended. Don't do- yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do not do that. And it's funny because, like I don't know, maybe it would be more successful if we didn't have fun, but at least I'm having fun.
2: No, I think it would be less successful
5: if you didn't have fun. I think it's yeah. a little less authentic. Like, this is what Definitely. you thought was funny, and so it sets the tone for the night.
0: I, uh, I don't anyway. know. I think it's funny. I think That's it's funny good. that I can do whatever I want.
5: We had shimcast. <laughs> when oh yeah, we shimcast gone. is fun. There was one where Sheamus <laughs> was like, "Oh, it was really de- he low. <laughs> was really low." <laughs> like, you just he was like he did. I think he's there was a couple things that we did that he was like, "Do you think Tim will be mad?" And I was like, "No, I don't think Tim will be mad."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I, it's funny because if Tim's I'm, mad.
5: He should come back and take his own show.
0: There are a lot of stories right now about inner conflict happening with these uh conservative news outlets because you've got a lot of libertarian anti-war types who are more aligned with conservatives right now, but a lot of conservatives who are very pro-Israel. There was a poll I saw on Twitter just d- during the show that said 57% of Republicans agree with sending military support to Israel, whereas Democrats and independents don't, which is interesting. Yeah. And so it makes sense. And, uh, you know, we are at Timcast, we've got very anti-Israel and very pro-Israel employees. And I'm just like, I oh, don't whatever, man. I'm like, what am I supposed to do?
5: Well, also, we're a free speech outlet, right? Like, we're-
0: uh, yeah, and, and they're like, I have my limits. Like I was saying, like if someone here was actively working against our values in the culture war, like mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want that.
5: You wouldn't want them here.
0: But also the issue is people are complaining, like, why are you having people who are saying this about Israel? Why are you having people who aren't defending Israel? And I'm like, bro, it's a big issue. But in six months, we're going to be talking about something totally different. And it makes no sense for me to go police the opinion of someone who's been working here for a year or two. When next year we're going to be talking about something else. And this is just one political issue. There's like a million issues to discuss. It's 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 crazy to me, but people are being silenced. You know, it's not my it's not my place mm-hmm. to speak out for some of these other conservative outlets, but I think it's fairly obvious. Anybody thought gave it a, gave it a few seconds to think about, there are a bunch of conservative outlets that are telling their employees they can't be critical of Israel.
3: Yeah, you know. Yep.
0: Me I'm like, you know, just make sure your criticism is founded in in fact and reality and 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 make your argument, make your well, argument. and We're that's
2: right. why free speech absolutism and making sure that wherever you're at is a free speech absolutist is so important I'm not,
0: I'm not I'm not a free speech absolutist. What do you mean? Like for, like I think that there are certain reasonable limits like don't instruct people on how to commit crimes.
2: Yeah, but that would be legal anyways.
0: But but ab, free speech ad, absolutism is there are people literally saying, unless you commit the act, you've done nothing wrong and saying it is no problem. And I understand that argument. And, and that's, that's not a bad argument, but for me, I'm kind of like, I personally don't, I don't know about making it illegal or whatever, but it is, but I personally draw the line for myself at if you are instructing people on how to commit crimes, like here's the address, here's what I want you to do. Go do it. I'm like, nah, that's not expression. That's that's direction for like.
2: Yeah. And the law would tend to agree with you. But I mean, in terms of a lot of these companies making policy, I mean, a company can't allow you to do something that's against w- the law. If,
0: if somebody worked here and started advocating for these books going to schools, they probably would no longer work here. Hmm. You know what I mean? like. But
5: that's because they're against the values of the company at that point.
0: And, and and this is the same argument the left uses when Pepsi fires someone for not holding their mm-hmm. values. That's why I'm like, I'm not a free speech absolutist. It's just, what 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 are our moral values? These creepy books with with adult content should not be in schools. And if someone here started saying, I'm going to start advocating for that, I'd be like, I, first, I got to be honest, I wouldn't even fire them. I'd be like, we're going to have a talking to about this. Like, I'm, We're going to hang out, we're going to discuss this, and you're going to explain what your position is. But I got to be honest, if you're now... Like working here and espousing something that drastic to our values, like I'm probably going to ask you to leave, but it's going to be more like, I don't think you will like being here. And I don't know why you are here. If you, if you disagree with this that much,
2: the issue for the left is, why are they here?
0: Right. The issue for the left is Pepsi doesn't care about the political opinions of a person. The left will attack Pepsi and then Pepsi will be like, okay, fine. We'll fire him. Very different from me being like, you are actively working against our values and our mission.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. But there's a lot of people on the right getting canceled right now for yeah. the Israel. And
0: and right. And... and it's because those companies make the argument that Israel is a hard stop for them. And they really, really want to support them and believe, believe in it and don't think there's any criticisms or arguments. And I'm like, I think if you tell someone they can't be critical of airstrikes from Israel that have killed civilians, you are weakening your argument.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Instead of saying, we're the, we, we're the good guys. We recognize collateral damage is a problem and we're hoping to minimize that. Like Jeremy Boring, uh, uh, had a statement on Pierce Morgan that was really, really, really well said. And he was just like, war is something nobody should ever want. No reasonable person would advocate for. And we we lament the death of any civilian. And he even said the death of a woman or child in Gaza is as tragic as the death of a Jew in Israel. But Hamas went in and started killing civilians as part of their doctrine. And Israel is is trying to minimize this. And whether you agree that's the case or not, that's the that's the that's at least the public statement on, on, on the issues that I and, I and I can agree with it. But I mean, a reasonable person just says, like, dude, we wish nobody was fighting and nobody died. You know, if someone came out here and started screaming and chanting and, and advocating for for killing civilians and stuff like pro Hamas, same conversation, I'd be like, I don't think you agree with our values <laughs> or want to be a part of this. And so I have to question why it is you are here in the first place. But you're allowed to criticize collateral damage in Israel. And I I, I, I get it. But it makes your argument stronger when you acknowledge these things. All right, we'll read some more Super Chats. Cy, uh, Cyber says, Biden admin leaked Delta Troops photos on Twitter earlier today. They essentially signed those guys' death warrants. Mm. Yeah, we mentioned that. That's crazy. Yep. All right, where are we at? Overfree says, as a Marine, I was always told Marines can be deployed by the president on minutes notice without House or Congress. Yep. I
4: believe so. Commander-in-Chief.
0: The Emperor's Champion says 25% of draft-aged men are ineligible to be to be drafted due to mental health, physical health, and criminal records. The draft would be more than Gen Z. No, 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 for sure. But Gen Z's first.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. They're,
0: they're not going to be like, well, Gen Z is a little dysfunctional, so we're going to go for the 40-year-olds. No. They're going to be like, well, how many functional guys can we get out of Gen Z?
5: hmm And imagine being in a, like, squadron with a bunch of guys who are maybe just barely passing because we've instituted a draft, right? Like, It puts everyone at risk. There's a reason that military readiness is a standard, Uh, and it's it's scary to think on the brink of all kinds of things. If there were a draft, that the government is ultimately going to say it's worth the risk, and your life is worth
1: risking.
0: Gunface says, "Tim, you should care about Ukraine because how is Biden and these politicians going to get rich without these kickbacks?" (laughs) Accurate. That's a good point. I didn't think about. it. I mean, could you imagine the big guy?
5: Well, what are we going to do? We should do a commercial where
0: it's like. Uh, it's showing a bunch of sad pictures of politicians, and it's like, if you if you vote or if you if you advocate for war in Ukraine, you can help a politician become a millionaire today. <laughs> this true. politician has stock in Raytheon, but that stock's not been going up because you don't support war. Just show a bunch of sad politicians, yeah. <laughs> play play like right. Sarah McLachlan songs or something. So oh my gosh! <laughs> my and the are arms, like... arms are <laughs> <laughs> with the oh, sad little Graham. politician, yeah. <clears throat> oh, Lord. train 54 says republicans should immediately draft a 100 million dollar aid package for east palestine and see if dems pass it without reading it <laughs> yeah just put e dot palestine right e dot and then uh you know let's see what they do
1: it's actually a great idea yep
5: scott writes it down in his idea notebook no
1: honestly i just wrote it down in my head I yeah, just say it means Gaza, East
4: Palestine. <laughs> the Doge Bird
0: says, Hey dude, look at the video going around of a bunch of students from the Bay Area that were chanting from the river to the sea. Yeah. Uh, this should have been shut down by school staff. We are compromised at the educational level and the top. I don't I don't know if the school staff should stop it. I, I think you should stop it. sending your
4: kids there. Right. You're allowed to say it. You
0: should yeah, be allowed just, to say what you want to say
4: on campus. If you especially. want to send your kids
0: there, I mean, you know. Was that, was that Berkeley
4: or Portland or Seattle? Because it's one of the three. Know. One of the three.
0: I saw it though. And it's funny to see all these Democrats that are shocked. Yeah. These like prominent MSNBC neo-libs who are like, I can't believe they're saying these things. And it's like, they've been saying it for 10 years. Right. we are talking about? Right.
2: Well, Dan Crenshaw was calling for Hilton to cancel a pro-Palestine. Crenshaw was. Yes. He, uh, someone, I think it was Jeremy Frankel called it pro-Hamas, but it wasn't pro-Hamas. It was, I think it was Rashida Tlaib was there. It was just pro-Palestine. Then it was
1: pro-Hamas. But right. Dan Crenshaw yeah, said, you, know, <laughs> you,
2: you can say whatever you want about that. But at the end of the day, they have a right to gather. And Agreed. Crenshaw but, but, was calling for Hilton to cancel I, I, it. I, I, and Hilton's a private company. I get it. Didn't he'll, but he'll you know why, why that's, that's a, a problem? In Urshman, right? The yeah. reason
0: it's a problem is that there are many people who have a liberal aunt and they'll go to them and say you do realize that these people support Hamas right and she'll be like no they don't you watch fox news <laughs> they need the video from the Hilton to be like you know auntie it's right here here's, here's the what here's, they say. here's the video of them saying it
1: well y- you're right the answer is to make them famous to make them infamous true and you know when some people are like scott we need to get aoc out of there etc honestly I'm happy in part that these radical extremist regressive socialists are in Congress because they are showing a mirror of what the Democratic Party is. They're broadcasting to the entire world of who they are. I don't want them to be able to hide behind moderate democrats that are saying the right thing that are speaking the right words but then secretly they're helping our enemies and funding them so no i want the democrats to show exactly who they are to the world
2: well that's why you have to be Mm anti-censorship when the ideas are out in the light they're able to be challenged they're able to be exposed
0: anti-political censorship yes yeah some censorship is good like when you censor images of child abuse and stuff
2: well yes right
0: but i think (laughs) its distinction is important because When I was talking to that uh, lefty woman on culture war and she was, I was complaining about these books because we have a bunch of them that have adult material in them. And she was like, so you're for censorship? And I was like, yes, no question, absolutely. There's a lot of really great censorship like child abuse photos or graphic content being given Mm -hmm. to kids, censor all of that. Political speech for adults, very different question. But they try to to play that manipulation. (laughs) Like I thought you were opposed to censorship. And it's like, dude, I'm opposed to giving children books with adult materials in it. And if you want to call that censorship, please do so. When I say censorship, I'll say political censorship from now on so you can understand and you can stop trying to manipulate people.
2: Make it easier for them.
0: All right. Dan Stanger says, can we start a billboard campaign of a vote for Biden is a vote for a draft or is it against the rules? It is not. What you can't can't do is claim to be Democrats supporting a draft. That's uh, some kind of manipulation. I don't know if you're not allowed to do that. But if you made a billboard that just said, Basically, if you vote for Biden, you will you are voting for a draft. That is totally normal political uh, ad campaigning.
4: Totally legal and true. Yeah.
0: Right, exactly. It's just when you when you try and pretend to be the party, and then you know what, like false flag them or whatever mm-hmm. is when you're getting into murky. This is
5: misrepresentation.
0: Yeah. Betsy Baff says I shouldn't be drinking coffee at night, but it's Appalachian nights, so all good. <laughs> it is great. Um, we have Sleepy Joe.
4: You know, decaf. It's a great name. Shout yeah. out to the to the members. Discord. I almost had some unwoke decaf tonight, but un-woke. I had roast. Yeah, I want to just try just to try all of them, you know. So yeah. I'll get it done eventually. Here. Yeah, I like stand your grounds. Yeah, that's that's my favorite one so far. Yeah, for everyone, everyone checking
1: out. Or you could do a really strong coffee brand that so strong it even wakes up Sleepy Joel. You could do it the other way. Well
0: we're doing Alex Stein's <laughs> We're doing Alex Stein's primetime grind, two times caffeine. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so uh the that's,
2: commercial for that's gonna be amazing. Oh, it's gonna be so good.
0: <laughs> we're gonna unleash Alex Stein onto the streets and just be like. Actually, I'm not going to unleash him, man. I'm going to be like, bro, whatever you do, <laughs> it's all you because I don't want to be involved in whatever, yeah. whatever you're getting involved in. <laughs> but it is going to be fun. And then uh, Alex uh, said he doesn't want any of the proceeds. He wants the proceeds to go to a cat charity. Nice. That's beautiful. So we're going to we're gonna have a portion of all the revenue generated go to, uh, like, we'll, we'll cover our costs and then we'll have the, the rest mm. go to... Uh, yeah. You know? Okay. Oh, that's share. so nice. That. I
5: love that. Yeah. But
0: we'll, we got to figure we out what the, what the hard numbers are. I don't want to. I don't want to overcommit because we need the, like we need to cover the cost of the bag. Then you need a little bit of buffer that goes in the savings so that we can expand or grow. And then after that, we'll give it to a, a catchery. So we're not going to you know try to profit off of it. We're not going to try to in- personally increase our wealth with it. But we want to expand the brand and succeed. So a portion of it will go to like marketing and stuff.
4: Yeah. Then that's become my favorite real fast.
0: And then we're uh, working on Ian's graphene dream. Nice. Mm, we got to nice. figure out. It, it's it's going to be a dark roast of some sort, obviously. But uh, nice. Ian's, Ian's graphene dream.
2: He looks good, too. He's been working out a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. He's, he's he, he putting you get a d- little
2: he, bit of muscle.
5: Talking about religion. Also, you know, waving <laughs> all kinds of American flags. It's just the right wing pipeline all the way. <laughs> as
0: soon as he started working out and started feeling better and like getting addicted to it, all of a sudden he started, I'm like, he's going to be conservative now. And he's then, a like,
2: domestic terrorist now. That's what they said, right? It's
0: yeah. it's like three months later. He's been working out. He comes on the show. He's like, I prayed to Jesus for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, here we go. Did yeah. he
2: really? Yeah, no, he that's did. completely serious. Yeah. I can attest to this. This is why they don't want us working out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how you find God. It's a
2: straight path to extremism. Yeah.
4: And he wants to be colonial now too. Just take over other places. Yeah, take all <laughs> yeah. the land and yeah. states and stuff. Add states? Yeah.
0: All right. Joe Spinell says the Sidney Powell issue will go nowhere because during court and in the papers she agreed to Trump was never named once in any of the pleas no implications many attorneys have already said this is a nothing burger mm. so like, like i was saying earlier it's a, it's an emotional issue not a fact issue the people who are going to file lawsuits against trump aren't going to file legitimate lawsuits they're going to argue Sidney powell's uh, guilty plea and they're going to name anyone who pled guilty uh, pleaded guilty or anyone convicted proves that donald trump was engaged in an act of insurrection and then they're going to hope some liberal judge just mm. bangs gavel. that's it all takes yep One little judge somewhere, and then Trump will have to appeal it, and then they'll do it in a bunch of different districts, and it'll be, they're going to pepper Trump with these lawsuits. And they might even argue that Trump doesn't have standing to defend himself because it's a constitutional question, not a Trump individual question.
4: Who knows? Oh, true. Yeah.
0: Paul Tesco says, Powell plea is good for Trump. She's already a wacky witness via her wild independent statements. Hmm. Now that she's working with prosecution, it's very easy to impeach her as a witness. Good from in-court trial perspective. Yes, but media wise and 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 look, you don't need to be convicted of a crime to be disqualified under the Fourteenth Amendment. What they need is some legal precedent. Saying that Trump's lawyers and and you know personnel engaged in insurrection have pleaded guilty to it, then there you go. They're not calling it they're gonna say election interference for the intent of overthrowing election is an insurrection. Trump was their boss, these were his personnel, this proves it. They don't need to get a conviction of Trump over this. All right. Gutton Griffin says, Tim, I'd like to be an isolationist country, but our involvement in World War I and Two happened because the U.S. stayed neutral until dragged into the losing side in the 11th hour. Our current foreign policy is to avoid that again. And it is stupid because it seems to be creating it. That's that's about it. It seems that our involvement in all of these countries has created global enemies and is uh, uh, escalating us towards war. But uh, I will be the first to admit, if the U.S. isn't involved then we all just live under the boot of China.
4: True, yeah. I don't have a good answer for you, my friends. Yeah, we we create enemies
1: and then defend our allies at the same time. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I think part of it is we'd have to untangle, like you were saying before, you know, if we're going to send funding to an ally, which I don't even know I think we should do, but we should definitely stop sending funding to the countries they're fighting. It seems weird that we're just doling out tons and tons of money right. instead of looking at our budget and saying, "Oh wait, these two two uh, investments that we're making internationally are conflicting."
4: Right.
3: Mm.
4: That's something I've been I've been thinking about it for I've been thinking about this for a while. Uh, I think China is not as it be impossibly strong as we think they are, but if we keep pushing all of our money all around the world like we are right now, we will they will soon catch up to us and they will soon become very scary. So. Mm.
0: Terry O says, Scott registered me to vote in, is it Hawaii? He is amazing. We are in this together, whether we like it or not. Love you, Scott. I love you too. Right on.
1: Do you get a lot of
5: stories like that? People saying, you registered me to vote last year. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I love it. And I I write handwritten thank you letters too. And I did that a lot in 2017. And people are like, Scott, I still have your handwritten letter. It's on my my (sighs) fridge. No, I love those kinds of stories, you know. That's so cool. All right. The
0: Dude Abide says, hey guys, I love the show and the work you do, but can we stop saying when World War Three starts? Mm. If World War Three starts, we lose. Tim, you once said we win the culture war by not being sad sacks, beat the drum to rally. We can do the same in preventing World War III. Here, Here, Um, And that is vote for Donald Trump. It is not perfect that a vote for Donald Trump will, will save us. I do think, strong possibility that Trump would be advocating for aid for Israel, all the same, but Trump is more likely to fire less likely to start a war, more likely to secure our borders, and all that good stuff. So it's your best
1: bet. Not that it's a perfect bet.
2: That is probably, that's right. It's the best bet (laughs) voting for Trump, (laughs) statistically. He
1: would would be funding without boots on the ground, and he also cut USAID to Palestine, and he wasn't giving billions of dollars to Iran at the same time. So really, it's important to point that out. I do wonder how
2: he would handle this situation currently, though. In Israel. I don't think we'd be in this situation. I,
1: yeah, I I do too. I, I, but
2: yep. assuming that we did get into it, I do wonder how we would handle it since he was I don't, a friend to Israel. My hmm. button
1: is bigger than yours. When <laughs> you yeah, see that. I think yeah. there's I'm a serious. little bit of standoff
4: mentality. It actually, yeah. and it actually works. Yeah. Right? That was such said. a good tweet. It was.
0: There's a big question about whether or not any of these countries are actually willing to engage in warfare.
4: True. Yeah. And uh, assumes they will.
0: Right. Most of them don't want to, yep. but the slow boil will bring them to. That's why when Trump said to she and to Putin, "I'll nuke you, not your countries." You, they were like, "Okay, okay," like, <laughs> yeah. because it's a it's a question of like, look, if you got a million dollars, you can go to the beach, you can buy a nice car, or you can sue somebody, spend three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. It's like whew, that's a headache, man. This is why most people don't sue. It's so difficult to go to war with another person in the, in, in in legal in in a civil suit. That's so people are just like, I don't want to do it. I can spend the money elsewhere and be more effective in doing something else.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, it's easiest here, comparatively. We're very yeah. litigious. The United That's States. right. It's much harder. In All, right.
0: Take- All right, everybody. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash the like button? Subscribe to this channel. Head over to TimCast.com. Click join us. The Uncensored Show is coming up in a few minutes. You can follow the show at timcastirl. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Scott, do you want to shout anything out?
1: Yes, my website is earlyvoteaction.com and I just launched... My goal is by October 31st, I want to have volunteers across the country write 10,000 letters into Allegheny County, Pennsylvania. We have a county executive election that's happening. Joe Rocky for county executive for Allegheny County. If you want to be involved in this letter writing process, no matter what state you live in, please go to earlyvoteaction.com or go to my Twitter, go to my pinned tweet, sign up on that Google Doc. But guys, let's win this November in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Mississippi, and Kentucky. Please, let's come together as a family. Let's get it done in 10 Thanks for having me.
2: Want to shout out Ron DeSantis's boots, his heels—that <laughs> he loves to wear his high heels. You um, have them y- on right now. I do have. I, I'm actually I dressed as. Yeah, Ron
4: she's wearing DeSantis. the boots. Yeah.
2: <laughs> boots were made for walking. This is my, my first
5: question. When Tim was like, "Ash is coming on tonight. Is she wearing the
2: boots? <laughs> I'm wearing the yes. boots. Yes. Um, you can also get elephants or not birds at brave.us and follow me on X at Saint Clair Ashley. Thanks for having me, Tim. Yeah. It's been so fun being on with both of you guys.
5: I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. You should follow at TimCastNews on Twitter and Instagram. It's the best. If you want to follow me personally, I'm on Instagram at HannahClaire.b and on Twitter at HCBrimlow. Thank you so much. And Serge.
4: Yes, thanks guys for coming. Pleasure to meet you both. I know I've already met you before Ashley, obviously, but pleasure to meet you, Scott. And uh, yeah, I'm Serge.com on Twix. Uh, Find me there. All right, everybody. We'll see you all over at TimCast.com in a couple minutes. Thanks for hanging out.